Super Talk Mississippi media production. Kickstart your adventure now with a new Gud Golf Cart from Country Carts of Brookhaven. Gud Golf Carts are assembled right here in Mississippi with the best features around. And best of all, they're street legal. Country Carts of Brookhaven, 401 Highway 51 South, phone 601-748-0454. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone and welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. The Element Wealth Studios have been relocated to Sally Kate Winters Family Services. We're in West Point, Mississippi, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Morning, Rhino. Howdy, howdy. How are things with you, sir? Oh, not too bad. I had the movers come on Friday and then had a long weekend of unpacking and discovering things that i didn't realize i'd packed or not realizing i had that many glasses so i barely have room in the cabinet for them but yeah besides that i'm not thought bad <laughs> well that's part of the deal isn't it when you're moving you always discover things you didn't know you have and you have a lot more stuff than you ever thought you just keep accumulating it and then you end up moving it and wonder what the heck did i move that for oh yeah now i've got a nice big fridge box full of other boxes that i'll have to take to the dumpster at some point <laughs> All right. Well, we've got a uh, a great lineup in store for you today. Sheila Brand, Sally Kate Winters Family Services Executive Director, will be on in the next segment at 1020. Cynthia Matthew, Shelter Case Manager and Client, joins us at 1050. We'll kick off Hour 2, 1105. Senator Angela Turner Ford, she represents District 16. Uh, where we are, as a matter of fact, a former board member of Sally Kate Winters Family Services at 1150, Natalie White. She's a member of the Sally Kate Winters Family Services staff, uh, runs runaway and homeless youth programs. And then Joe Max Higgins, CEO of Golden Triangle Development Link, should be an interesting conversation with Joe Max. We'll uh, wrap things up with Laura Yelberton, volunteer and staff member, Sally Kate Winters Family Services. April is Child Abuse Prevention Month. That's the main reason we're here. Uh, I'm looking at the railroad tracks here, so if you hear a train coming by, you'll know what that noise is in West Point, Mississippi. It's a beautiful day. Enjoyed the uh, the drive up, as I always do, enjoying the uh, Mississippi landscape, in particular on a bright, sunny spring day. Things are really greening up. What a what a change! Uh, just a couple of weeks make uh, makes with respect to the weather pushes out those green leaves. Mississippi is indeed blessed with a beautiful landscape. Big news! Big news yesterday is that a federal judge uh, overturned the mask mandates for federal. Uh, transportation, the modes of transportation under federal control. The judge said, you guys didn't follow the rules here. It had nothing to do with the science. And basically they said, the judge in Florida, uh, you didn't really present a case 
once this made it to this judge, you didn't really present a compelling legal argument for instituting this these mask mandates, and you didn't follow all of the administrative procedures, the deal's gone. And, and so many uh, passengers learned of this while aboard aircraft. And there was some video going on of celebrations. Of course, the left saying it really didn't happen. There were no celebrations. People are really down about the ending of the mask mandates. It's being reported today that uh, the brainwashing the government has put on Americans, that uh, a good number are still complying, still wearing. And the deal is, look, you make a choice. This is this has been our position uh, all along. Make a choice. You want to wear them, fine. You don't, fine. And airlines have been requesting ending of these mandates for some time, arguing that the environment in an airplane, the air quality is far superior, far safer and cleaner than that uh, just out and about. So it, it really is kind of a mixed message the government's been sending, and it's kind of a remaining vestige of control coming from the CDC. We should not be under um, such control, such regulatory authority, in my view. But anyhow, that is uh, over. Big report. Airline stocks, by the way, up today as a result of the news. The expectation is that folks uh, that hesitated and didn't want to travel because of the mask mandates are now saying they're ready to fly. And the airlines are reporting, folks, just be prepared. We're understaffed. We're not. We're not really. Uh, accustomed to accommodating this this rush, this surge of, of travel, uh, given folks wanting to get back out after being shut down. So uh, be advised, if you plan to travel via air this summer during the busy travel season, they're all telling you. I, I know I've, I've certainly talked about this on the show before. Many of my friends that are scheduled to travel uh, coming up this summer just anecdotally have all reported they've received numerous notifications having had their tickets for some time, numerous notifications from the airlines of various flight changes. And I think that's just a function of uh, all of the changes they're having to grapple with internally with respect to staff and and shortage thereof and uh, an abundance of passengers. So going to be a little chaotic. In the meantime, uh, Jen Psaki yesterday had a presser. She, of course, is the White House press uh, cars are the press secretary, excuse me, and we refer to her as the chief propagandist for the Biden administration. She was quizzed about this uh, during a press briefing. Uh, Rhino, we may have some sound oh, yeah. to uh, give you a sense of what happened during this exchange. There may be people sitting in an airport bar watching right now wondering if they're boarding a flight tonight, is the mask mandate still in place? We're continuing to recommend people wear masks. I don't have any update. This just came out through the courts just this afternoon. And as soon as there is an update, uh, we will provide that to you. Is the White House anticipating an announcement by Homeland Security tonight? They are assessing it right now, and as soon as they have an assessment and an an update on additional steps, they'll they'll make that available. But if the DOJ, say, doesn't stay the order tonight or first thing tomorrow morning, 
our passengers. I understand why you're asking, and certainly no one here is trying to provoke uncertainty with passengers. We also think the mask mandate should be in place and that it's safer for individuals who are flying to continue to wear masks. So we would say to anyone sitting out there, we'd recommend you wear masks on the airplane. And then as soon as we can provide an update from here, hopefully soon, we'll provide that to all of you. Two more related CDC things. In the ruling, the judge said that she accepts the CDC's argument that masks limit COVID spread. But that alone is not sufficient to overcome what she concludes is a rule that exceeds the agency's authority to put it in place. The administration believes otherwise, right? Otherwise, we wouldn't have put it in place to begin with. That potentially is the crux of an appeal or an attempt to stop. Well, again, I would leave that to the Department of Justice. Okay. But uh, all, what we what we announced last week uh, was just a two-week extension in order to have time to assess what we've all seen is rising cases and, and, and make an assessment and recommendation uh, with that in mind. So, of course, it's disappointing. I think people are over it. I really do. It it uh, it makes no sense that we have the red carpet rolled out on the border, and we're about to drop Title Forty Two, which is designed to protect against illegals crossing the border that might be infected. We don't know. We can't tell, or might have other uh, health issues coming from. Uh, I heard the Lieutenant Governor of Texas say this morning they believe that uh, they have they have tracked it. Folks are crossing the border that hail from 155 different countries. It, it seems like South and Central America are just all moving to North America uh, based on uh, the numbers flowing across. But uh, it doesn't make sense that, that, okay, it's not such a big issue that we, uh, we can drop Title 42 and allow illegals coming in from countries that have far less stringent uh, health regulations in place and just health environments. But as far as American citizens on airplanes with the cleanest air, perhaps in an inside environment, oh, they got to wear those masks. It, it's just so silly that all that's going on, in my view. But I, I honestly don't think the Biden administration is uh, going to pursue this. That's just a gut feel. It, you know, you didn't, you, you sort of got a kind of a non answer out of Jen Psaki there as to whether or not the Biden administration, administration would. They're just basically saying, well, we still recommend you do that. But uh, in, interesting turn of events. Didn't see that one coming. A federal judge in Florida strikes the whole thing down, and and there we go. Uh, they are out of here. The other big thing going on that uh, is so intriguing is this situation with Elon Musk and Twitter. Uh, you been following that a little bit, uh, Rhino? Just a little bit, but uh, I've <laughs> it's it's gotten to the point where it it's just mudslinging. It, it's it's yeah. attacks on him as a person. It's like, what does that have to do with him wanting to buy a company? Especially I, I considering totally the people doing the mudslinging don't own any stock in the company. The left is melting down. Uh, one of the journalists said the right and Elon Musk act like the First Amendment is some sort of utopia. <laughs> like a utopia, uh, that doesn't even apply. And fans of the Manchester United, I know you're a big soccer fan, one plan is pleading with Elon Musk to buy the club from the owners, the, the Glazer family. That was reported in the Manchester Evening News. That's pretty fascinating turn of events there. We'll talk about more uh, later in the program. Sheila Brand, Sally Kate Winters, Family Services Executive Director, on with us next. Middays in West Point, Mississippi. Stay with us. 
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions high near 72. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 51. Your Wednesday rolls in with mostly cloudy conditions high near 78. Wednesday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 60. And a look to Thursday, mostly sunny skies, high near 85. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. You mind your own business. Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear People Lease can help. How can they help? People Lease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resource resources support center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefit administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025 or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Care Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Care Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online to save on boat, RV, and motorcycle batteries. For offer details and limitations, visit BatteriesPlus.com. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. All the folks in the Capital City metro area love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. What? What? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. Well, 
Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi, the Element Well Studios, relocated to West Point, Mississippi. We're at the Sally Kate Winters Family Services. And joining us now, the Executive Director of Sally Kate Winters Family Services, Sheila Brand. Sheila, thanks for coming on. Thanks for being here. Yeah, so uh, give us a, a little overview of the organization, the organization's uh, mission, and a little bit about the, the history of, of uh, the organization. Okay, great. Well, April is Child Abuse Prevention Month, um, which is kind of why we're here with Super Talk today. We do a lot of awareness on child abuse um, prevention um, during the month of April. Um, but Sally Kate Winters Family Services opened our doors in September of 1990 as an emergency shelter for kids um, in the foster care system due to child abuse, neglect, and family violence. Um, through the years, our, our agency has grown to evolve into services for runaway and homeless youth, as well as Children's Advocacy Center services for felony child abuse cases, um, really garnering a lot of relationships with law enforcement and child protection services and the district attorney's office and other professionals and victim advocates who work with um, victims of child abuse and neglect. Was there a particular incident that sort of served as a catalyst for the for formation of Sally Kate Winters? Um, yes. Um, actually, in the early late 80s, early 90s, um, because there was not an, a safe haven for kids in our local community, if um, child protection services or law enforcement took kids into custody in the middle of the night, they were being housed at the local jail um, overnight until wow. they could place them in a facility that would be located outside of our community. Um, there was Cassandra Smith, who was a, a volunteer deputy um, that kind of realized that was happening with children. She contacted Martha Winters. Um, and that's kind of how the board for Sally Kate Winters um, Memorial Children's Home developed. Um, okay. And through the years, you know, as the needs of our communities changed, then our board elected to expand our services and modify our original name. How, how do children, how, how do you receive them? What, what causes them to come in contact with you and, and uh, come into your care? So if a hotline report is made to the Mississippi Child Abuse Hotline um, and Child Protection Services go out and deem necessary to remove the child from that environment, typically an emergency shelter is where they go. Um, it's a short-term placement that allows Child Protection Services to work with the family, identify other relatives, or identify a foster home that can take care of those children. So a very short-term, um, 30- to 45-day placement. Um, and that allows us to offer stability, safety for the kids, and then identify any other needs that they might have um, before they go to a more permanent setting. Our runaway and homeless youth program works directly with um, kids on a voluntary basis. So a child could come here in the middle of the night. Um, a school counselor could identify that a child was homeless and make a referral to us. Um, and so we have four shelter beds available for them as well. Okay, so you you work uh, and can I assume coordinate directly with uh, Department of Human Services CPS. Yes. Uh, in your efforts, but you're not a government entity, and in fact, you rely on private funding. Yes. Is that right? That's right. We're a private nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, and you know, my brief exposure in working with uh, not CPS but DHS in general is they're overwhelmed. Uh, they uh, seem to be. Uh, not have sufficient staff to deal with all the caseload that they have. I, I had two foster children a long time ago, and uh, that just anecdotally seemed seemed to be the case. So, 
seems like this organization sort of fills a void and um, serves a very valuable role in just trying to take care of uh, children that come from these environments. Well, if you think about it, in 2019, there are a little over 33,000 hotline reports for suspected child abuse and neglect in the state of Mississippi. That's a lot of reports for yeah. one entity to uh-huh. have, be responsible. Um, only about 80% of those reports required an investigation, but that's still close to 30,000. Um, and so they're not only working with the family and foster homes, but you know, our focus is the child and kind of determining what that child needs um, for stability um, and providing that so that then Child Protection Services can work on the investigation or work on, um, you know, helping the family get their lights turned back on or beds in the home so the children can be returned. Yeah. How big is the geographic area that you serve? So our primary focus is five counties surrounding Clay County for a lot of our programs, um, but we take kids from all over the state, particularly our runaway and homeless youth. Um, the shelter beds, there's only two shelters in the whole state for runaway and homeless youth, and those are kids not involved in the state foster care system. Um, and so we're Meridian North, um, okay. and then the Vicksburg Shelter serves you know Meridian South. Um, for a transition, our transitional living program that works with runaway and homeless youth, we're the the only program that works with that population in the state. So we serve kids from all 82 counties um, if we receive a referral for them. And there's some some legal hurdles that have to be jumped through as well. Is that correct? When you have a child in in an endangered situation in a home, uh, I'm not sure exactly how that works, but you've got to get some some authority is that correct from judges yeah yes so we do a lot of work with youth court or chancery judges um of course our felony child abuse cases that come through the children's advocacy center um a lot of work with um the criminal justice system so um we deal with all three court systems um depending on you know the individual needs of that particular youth if there is such a thing what's a typical case what's a typical situation um, I would say about half or more of the kids that come into the shelter program are, you know, victims of neglect. Um, you have parents who can't provide food and um, the basic necessities for those kids, or they live in a, a an environment that's really in not not a good environment for for adults or children. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we do see a lot of um, severe physical and sexual abuse cases that come through the Children's Advocacy Center program, but those children don't all end up in um, the foster care system. You know, sometimes they are placed with a relative or maybe the the abuser leaves the home, um, and so the, the children can stay with the non-abusive parent. Is it typically the child that, that calls attention to this, uh, the situation, or is it a, a friend, a relative, kind of all the above? It's really all the above, and so part of Child Abuse Prevention Month is is really focusing on the mandated reporting laws in the state of Mississippi, Um, and we're all mandated reporters. You know, if we identify a suspicious or we feel like a child um, is in harm in any way, it's our our duty to make a report to the hotline. Not that we have to be sure, not that we have to investigate ourselves, but we leave that work then to Child Protection Services and law enforcement to really do the investigative work to determine if that child is indeed in danger and what needs to be done. But we're all mandated reporters. It's it's our responsibility to offer safety and protect children in our communities. So whether it's the school counselor or the teacher, um, 
you know, that was kind of a big deal when COVID was going on. You saw a huge drop in hotline reports because they were not involved in um, the organizations outside of the home. Um, And for, you know, 12 to 18 months, they were in an abusive environment, and we saw um, increased severe physical abuse during that time, um, and, and that those numbers really increased as the pandemic kind of slowed and, and um, families and children were getting out and involved in things again. Um, those severe physical abuse cases kind of came to the surface and started coming in. And the goal is to provide some sort of temporary shelter and stability and ultimately place them in a proper home. Is that right? Yes. So we don't actually do the placement. Yeah. We just DHS do, does that, right? Right. Yeah. Um, we just do the work of stabilizing the yeah. child, identifying their initial needs, getting them ready for that permanency piece um, so that they can be successful when they leave us. Yeah. You know, when you think about it, if a child is removed in the middle of the night and comes into our shelter program, you know, they are with complete strangers yeah. and how traumatic that is for them. And so us helping them work through the trauma of being removed, but also the trauma of either the abuse or neglect that um, resulted in removing them from the home. So a lot of issues that have to be addressed before they're ready to go into another environment and be successful in that environment. And then uh, your staff, are they permanent uh, full-time employees, volunteers, combination? Um, We have 27 full-time employees, um, well, 25 full-time, two part-time, that, you know, our shelter program is staffed with two people awake 24-7, which is a huge um, piece of our budget is providing that. Um, But then we also have the professional staff of therapists, licensed social workers to kind of also work on that trauma piece. So a combination of of professional and direct care staff. But volunteers are a huge piece of of what we do, too, and couldn't do our work without them. You're great. Sheila, thanks for uh, coming on and and giving us that overview of the organization. we got other folks associated as well coming on the program later. It's, uh, It's an honor to be here, and thanks for all the great work. Thank you. We'll take a break right here on Middays. We're in the Element Well Studios at Sally Kate Winters Family Services, West Point, Mississippi. Stay with us. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. 
It's time to transcend the ordinary and expect more with Mazda of Jackson. Right now, get 1.9% financing on all 2022 Mazdas in stock. That's right, 1.9% APR on all 2022 models, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And the all-new 2023 Mazda CX-50 will be arriving this month. Buy a new Mazda, and Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaofJackson.com. It's our mission to give you great deals while treating you like family every single day. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our incredible credit team will work hard to get you approved. 100% credit approval is always our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle, and we'll buy it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Don't overpay for your next new Mazda. Get to Mazda of Jackson today and transcend the ordinary and expect more, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Visit our state-of-the-art facility located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. This is Dr. Will Lomflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want to be your one-stop or comprehensive family dentistry, all under one roof. Book your appointment online today at CapitalDentalInc.com. That's CapitalDentalInc.com. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.com. Mississippi Forestry Association is pleased to offer in-person teachers' conservation workshops this June and July. These hands-on conservation workshops feature field trips to sawmills, tree farms, and other natural resource sites and prepare educators to use the award-winning Project Learning Tree curriculum in their classrooms. Workshops are held in North, Central, and South Mississippi and offer CEU credits for Mississippi educators. For more information or to register, go to msforestry.net forward slash tcw. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and this is Super Talk Mississippi News. During a Monday appearance on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show, Governor Tate Reeves expressed his frustration with Vice President Kamala Harris. It frustrates me to no end, to be honest with you, that within the last two weeks, Vice President Kamala Harris has found time in her schedule to visit Greenville, Mississippi, uh, to highlight whatever it is that she wanted to highlight, but she hasn't had time in the last year during her tenure as being in charge of the border crisis to actually visit the southern border. Uh, It is extremely frustrating to me. Harris visited Greenville on April 1st, delivering remarks on the current administration's impact on small businesses. The last time she visited the U.S.-Mexico border was on June 25th, 2021, which was nine months ago, not one year ago, as Reeves claimed. For more Mississippi news, sports, and politics, find us online at supertalk.fm. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi. 
movie with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. When you listen to Super Talk, you hear our team working for you. Great information. Drilling down and getting to the core of the issues that impact you. They give you like the information you need to know. Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Attention, adoring fans. It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi. We are at Sally Kate Winters Family Services, an organization that helps children impacted by child abuse, neglect, family violence, and homelessness. To donate or for more info, text Super Talk 22, that's Super Talk 22, one word, to 41444. 41444. If you suspect child abuse or know a youth, who is in crisis, call the Mississippi Child Abuse Hotline or contact Sally Kate Winter Services directly. we got lunch up here today as well, Rhino. It's coming from Sweet Peppers Deli in Columbus and Milo's Sweet Tea. We appreciate them for providing lunch and drinks uh, for us today. i uh, got a great show, as we said earlier, lined up for you. The weather's beautiful, a little chilly. The wind, uh, when it blows, has got a little little touch of chill to it. But other than that, not bad. The sun's getting higher, and it feels like that wind is starting to warm up a little bit. I know they were cold up here this morning, though. Uh, Mandy Gunnisakara filling in for Paul Gallo. But uh, things are looking up. We're headed, of course, up to Tupelo tonight. We'll be at Ace, Bolt, and Screw tomorrow. Looking forward uh, to that. On the C Spire text line, that's 601-879-4395. Larry and Jackson reports, I have not worn a mask from day one, and I salute the ruling, but I am disturbed that one judge has that much power. Uh, keep, Yeah, I hear you, Larry. Uh, keep in mind that the, the main... Uh, reason the main justification from the judge was really a failure to adhere to the uh, proper administrative procedures. It really didn't have anything to do with the the merit of masks in terms of uh, scientific protection against COVID, which is what the, the the reason it was instituted to start with. The judge just said, "Hey, in looking at this after it came before the court, you didn't follow the procedures." And honestly, I think we should be more disturbed that a um, an unelected set of bureaucrats at a, at a federal agency has the kind of power they did, that being the CDC, to wield these sorts of uh, regulations and mandates on the American people. 
that's disturbing enough when the president does it through executive orders. But it's it, and, and typically those executive orders are, of course, executed and carried out by the agencies underneath the executive branch, such as the CDC. But that's kind of what the deal is there and where all that stands. It is kind of and funny the, to see a lot of people in media losing their minds over this, and the, the same people in media were all about it when when judges were striking down Trump doing anything. Yeah, it's a good point, uh, because it didn't suit their agenda, of course. It's all, it's all fine wielding that sort of excess power as long as it... It suits and aligns with the agenda, but when it doesn't, when it's counter to it, they freak out. It, you could you can make the same argument for the Elon Musk debacle, right? They're all freaking out because here we have uh, Musk, who is really more libertarian, I think, in his leanings, and uh, is a staunch supporter and believer in the need for free speech. And honestly, I think what it says is they don't want free speech. They're afraid that if uh, people could get on the platform and express their views and those would be seen and consumed by others, it might actually influence. They actually prefer that, um, uh, you know, some 23-year-old kid from Silicon Valley that is all awash in leftist indoctrination would be the moderator of the content on the platform. The other thing that has surfaced is that, there are members of the board that uh, never tweet. Members of the Twitter board never tweet, which I thought was kind of weird. I, I, I want to say that the, they all have accounts. That's been determined, but not uh, some of them have never actually posted uh, a tweet. That that seemed I don't know a little ironic in my view. Uh, Zelnick I think is one of those uh, members of the board and. Uh, but Musk continues to fight forward. Uh, I think he's going to prevail. Uh, personally, I do. I think he's going to win out. I, I think the board's going to have a hard time uh, justifying rejection of the offer. I think it would be abdication of their fiduciary responsibility in doing so. Uh, I think this is good. What what it and the other thing is you're seeing CNN and some of the the mainstream left wing media just absolutely melting down over the prospect. They're like, are you afraid of free speech? Why did you get into the journalism business if you're afraid of speak free speech? It's did another funny it? about face from the left because it wasn't really that long ago where if you said something that they disagreed with and they sicked the mob on you and you got suspended from Twitter. The response was, well, Twitter's a private company. They can do what they want. Yeah. Well, what exactly. happened? <laughs> exactly. Well, it's a private company run by the people that align with their agenda and their ideology. They don't, they're don't. they okay with that. But if it's a private company run by people that, that uh, do not align with their worldview, well, that's problematic for them. Uh, it's just incredible. Uh, well, the right acts like that the First Amendment and the Constitution is some sort of utopia. No, it's not a utopia. Nobody ever said it was, and the founders even made it clear that it wasn't uto- a utopia. It's just a framework. That's it. It's just a, a fair and righteous and well-conceived framework uh, to constitute a country. It's just simple as that, and much of that was uh, driven by uh, the, the things they saw that were bad for uh, the uh, the overall environment to, to operate a, a nation. That's what they were fleeing. And so they, they that was, I think, top of mind when they 
when they declared their independence and then ultimately constituted the, the nation and and uh, drafted the Bill of Rights, the amendments. So uh, I, it's just amazing to me that I guess you see their, their true colors come out. In the meantime, Liz Warren, our old friend Liz Warren, she is uh, warning Democrats that if we don't get on it and really ram through the president's agenda, we're going to be in trouble in the midterms. Now, I would submit if you do ram it through, you're going to be in trouble with uh, the midterms. But she pens an article in the New York Times, an op-ed, and it says, Democrats, this is the title, Democrats can avoid disaster in November. And uh, she, she, she touches on a number of policies that she'd like to see implemented, including, of course, raising taxes on the billionaires and raising taxes on corporations. She still just can't get past that. The one takeaway I, I get out of, out of this article, which I think is consistent with most of the line of thinking from the left, is that you never, Rhino, hear them talk about growth. Never policies to stimulate growth. It's always, let's just take what we have and let's recut it. Let's cut the pie up. Let's redistribute it. Let's pull from this group and give to that group. Never anything that would serve as a catalyst for growth because, of course, that means that somebody might actually make some profit, make some money off that. She's calling for price controls. She wants to implement price controls. She wants to implement Bernie Sanders' windfall profits tax on oil companies and all other uh, large corporations as well. They've got a windfall profits tax they want to impose on them. Uh, She wants to, this is something you probably get some bipartisan agreement on, she wants to prohibit the trading of stocks by members of Congress. And she actually takes a shot, I was a little surprised at this, at um, the Speaker of the House, who I think made more money last year trading stocks than any other member of uh, Congress. But um, she says, whether you're a Republican senator or the Democratic Speaker of the House, it is obvious to the American people that they should not be allowed to trade individual stocks and then vote on laws that affect those companies. I have the strongest plan and the only bipartisan bill in the Senate to get that done. So it, just kind of a, a summary of her her policies that she wants to really run through now and, and implement now, and she's calling on her Democrat colleagues to uh, get this done as much as possible through the budget reconciliation program, even though she says that she's for ending the filibuster. She writes that she would be on board with using the budget recon process to implement uh, much of these policies. She wants to, of course, eliminate um, student loan debt, wants to make that, get that done uh, immediately. Um, she says she's frustrated that they can't get things done uh, because they've got a couple of Democrats, of course, that are standing in the way of that. Uh, so she wants to implement, of course, universal pre-K. She wants the full boat deal of climate change policy. Uh, and she wants to invest, by the way, all that additional money she says she's going to collect from the billionaires and corporations, all in climate change, affordable child care, and universal pre-K. Just a redistributionist, just a socialist. I think these socialist policies would doom the Democrat Party 
if they were to get implemented. I think that the fact that they're not get, getting implemented is actually increasing their chances, though that doesn't look very good. It's time for a break here on Middays. When we return, Cynthia Matthews, shelter case manager and client. Sally Kate Winters, Family Services, West Point, Mississippi. That's where we are. Stay with us. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Thinking about a new car? Think Canon Nissan of Jackson. This is Dave Logan, General Manager. Our sales team is here for you six days a week with new Nissans arriving daily. And we have an outstanding parts and service department ready to keep your vehicle in top shape and no appointment is needed. At Canon Nissan of Jackson, there's no market pricing. You pay the price on the sticker and there's always great Nissan incentives. See their inventory at CanonNissanOfJackson.com. And remember, when the smoke clears... Nobody beats a can deal. Nobody. Harley Equipment and Gluckstadt is excited that grass cutting season has finally arrived. Harley has a large selection of in-stock Skag Zero Turns, wall behinds, and stand-on mowers. And Skag mowers are known for being simply the best in the lawn equipment industry. Skag has the mowing machine to meet your needs with a variety of models to choose from for whatever size property you might have. Skag is offering 0% financing and no money down, so buying a new mower has never been easier. Harley Equipment and Gluckstadt. Find us on Facebook or give us a call, 601-499-0944. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and out outdoor equipment needs shop smartly shop partly this is the opening agro market report the opening of the new york cotton exchange july cotton was down 536 to 137.89 october cotton was down 283 to 126.63 the opening of the chicago board of trade july soybeans were down two and a quarter to 1691 per bushel august soybeans were down three and three quarters to 1644 per bushel july corn was down a nickel to 802 per bushel. September corn was down four and three quarters to 761 and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, June live cattle was up 42 to 136.22. August live cattle was up 37 to 137.75. May feeders up 40 to 159.55. August feeders down 17 to 171.30. And at the open, the Dow Jones up 392 points, 34,803. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network.
After a winter storm hits your propane-fueled home, look for the following safety stops. Power lines standing strong. Gas lines and tanks in place and undamaged. Chimneys, flues, and gas pipes, meters, regulators, and vents clear of snow and ice. Clear away ice and snow very carefully. High winds can shift snow and ice, creating hazardous situations by covering equipment. If you notice anything unusual, leave and have the property checked by a qualified service technician before returning. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com to learn more. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work. Or in some cases, no work at all. Costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. Everyone, midday Super Talk Mississippi, the Element Well Studios at the Sally Kate Winters Family Services in West Point, Mississippi. Today it is Child Abuse Prevention Month. And joining us now, Cynthia Matthews, Shelter Case Manager at Sally Kate Winters Family Services. Cynthia, thanks for coming on. Thank you for inviting me. All right, so tell us uh, exactly what you do as the Shelter Case Manager. As part of my duty, I am responsible for intake of the of the clients, and I provide services for them, like if they need medical, dental, vision, and medical services, or follow up services for medical, and as well as I work with the schools and roll them, get them in school, work with the teachers, and also work with their uh, social workers. For as you know, giving reports on them, uh, weekly reports to the social worker to help uh, them be aware of any behaviors and also to assist with placement them once they have uh, completed their stay with us. Yeah. Uh, I got to believe that you form some sort of personal attachment to the kids when most, you work with them. Most definitely I have. It, it, uh, there have been moments where there have been bittersweet times when they're leaving so i have most definitely uh, established bonds with them it makes me feel really good when i go out into the community to a local restaurant and see one, a former client there yeah. so it makes me feel really proud of them and knowing that i've made an impact in that child's life yeah absolutely so uh you you've got to have i'm sure a, a large number of uh, success stories that you're proud of any in particular you want to share yes there is one there is um I think the one that that's dear to me we had a little 8 year old he was autistic and prior to coming to us he was known as a runner so you know, before he came, when he got here, we had to put latches on the door to make sure that you know we kept him safe, yeah. and was able to get him into school. And the schools had to do the same thing: put latches on their classroom door to keep him in. But and he also loved trains, so being right here next to the train track, you know, that was <laughs> like, who 
Woohoo! He's gonna really enjoy this, and really he did. So when the train would come by, he would run to the door to see the to look at the train, and also you know um, at school we had like a reward program for him while he was with us, and at school and the reward was to go to the local train museum. And so he really looked forward to going to the train museum. And I'm not for sure if he enjoyed the train museum as much as the <laughs> the, the person working at the train museum seeing him. Because we could actually spend hours there if we would let him uh, stay at the train museum. Mm-hmm. And he also enjoyed the fire station, the fire truck. So we would take him to the fire department and let him tour that. And so that, uh, he, no, we provided him all of his services while he was with us. And we um, would pick him up from school early because, you know, didn't want him in with everybody being autistic, getting out at the same time. And I was like one of his favorite ones. So if I were not able to go and get him, you know, he'll be like, well, where's Miss Cynthia? <laughs> so I tried to make it my business every day to go and pick him up from school unless awesome. I was not able to. Uh, Cynthia, when, when they come to you, do you find often that maybe it's the first time they've had a, a healthy, secure, safe, stable environment? Most definitely. Most definitely it is. Because um, when I'm taking them like to their appointments, they've never been to the dentist. Mm-hmm. They've never had any type of medical treatment. We've had one who had like 20-plus cavities, and he was a teenager. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, this is... Uh, I'm glad that we're here to provide that safety and that nurturing environment for them. Yeah. What about the uh, the private sector sponsors? I see the list here. So many great companies, individuals that are involved. How important is that? Very important. We could not do it without them. You know, they assist us in all areas. They assist us with activities, you know, helping celebrate their birthdays because we hmm. want this to be like a home-like yeah. environment for them. So sure. we celebrate birthdays. And, you know, when they lose a loved one, we mourn with them. We do bloom release with them. Hmm. So, yes, we are very uh, grateful for our sponsors so do you see situations where uh before a child comes to you they're struggling in school and then they come in and and you get them the the correct environment you get them safe and they're not as consumed with that problem and they start to perform better in school most definitely yes we have one that was homeschooled prior to coming and uh, since the child, once the child was with us, the child has performed well now, and the child is prepared to uh, move on to the next grade level. That's awesome. So yes, we have a very great tutors, tutors that come also and assist us with that. Yeah. So yes, I have really seen uh, that's been a success for us. Well, I can. Uh, it's, it's been a pleasure talking to you, but I can certainly tell that uh, that you have a passion for this. It's, really it's a do. calling. It's a passion. Well, it's a very important you. service. Yes, thank you very much. Thanks for what you do, Cynthia Matthews, Shelter Case Manager. We're at Sally Kate Winters Family Services. It's Child Abuse Prevention Month. The Element Well Studios in West Point, Mississippi. I've been waiting so long. I've been waiting so long. For Ole Miss Sports, WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. 
CBS News. I'm Lillian Wu. For a lot of flyers, the mask is now optional after a judge strikes down a national mandate. United was the first of the major airlines to do away with the mask requirement. Within several hours, the other airlines quickly followed suit. Some people all across the country were on board flights when they got the news that they could take the mask off. Fox's Grady Trimble at Chicago's O'Hare Airport this coming as air travel rebounds. About 2.3 million people went through TSA checkpoints across the country yesterday compared to about 2.6 million in 2019. So almost back to pre-pandemic travel numbers. And bond will not be lowered for parents of a Michigan teen who's charged in a shooting at his high school, which killed four students in November. America's listening to Fox News. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. It's Lisa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Top Mississippi News. It's almost been a week without power for some residents in Benton County after the strong storms that rolled in last Wednesday. Holly Springs was one city in the county that was hit harder than others, with reports of several power lines and poles being damaged following the storm's passing. So far, the city has had 90% of power restored, as the Holly Springs utility crews have worked nonstop to fix the issue. But some residents worry about the individuals in the areas that are still not reached. A new exhibit is coming to the two Mississippi museums in Jackson on May 7th called The World of Marty Stewart, featuring items the famous musician has collected over the years. Some of Stewart's featured items include his first guitar, manuscripts from Hank Williams, costumes from Dolly Parton and Johnny Cash, and more. The exhibit will be unveiled during the inaugural Mississippi Makers Fest, a free event with live music, food, and art on the museum grounds. To read more about the new exhibit and the festival, go to supertalk.fm. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. If you're not sure what that means for you, did you know Farm Bureau Insurance was created as a member benefit to help farmers insure their land and equipment? Today, everyone can benefit from great insurance rates and great coverage. We are more than agriculture. We are what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. Do you ever feel like you are in the dark? Well, with a propane generator, you'll never be in the dark again, at least when the lights go out. Enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out. Propane generators assure you will always have power. Propane-fueled, clean cooking, hot water on demand, warm and consistent heat, and power when you need it most. Why would you choose anything else? Propane. Clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com today. 
The amount of money needed to renovate the Russell C. Davis Planetarium in Jackson has increased around $4 million since plans were first revealed four years ago. Before the pandemic, the total cost was expected to be around $12 million. Now, the anticipated cost will be around $16 million. Several donations have already been given by the Junior League of Jackson, the Community Foundation of Mississippi, and the state, but some costs for the rebuilding of the interior of the building are still not covered. Currently, renovations have been halted due to supply delays, but the planetarium is expected to open its doors in early 2024. A fight at a Tupelo bar on Saturday at 1.30 a.m. has resulted in the arrest of 37-year-old Timothy Albert Turner and the death of 31-year-old Leonard Cooper. Turner was seen beating Cooper to the ground and punching him over 40 times in the head, resulting in Cooper's hospitalization at the North Mississippi Medical Center in Tupelo. Cooper passed on Saturday night, with Turner now being charged with first-degree murder. For more Mississippi news, go to supertalk.fm. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. My grandson wants to be a carpenter like me someday, but I'm the one learning when he's around. That's because he's part of the career and technical education program at his school. Construction isn't at all what it used to be. Has less to do with hammers and nails and a lot more with 3D imaging and math equations. No wonder they call it technical education. Trade up. Discover the power of career and technical education and start building your career. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Building tomorrow's workforce today. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi, the Element Well Studios, coming at you live from West Point, Mississippi, for Sally Kate Winters Family Services. It is Child Abuse Prevention Month. That's why we're here today. Beautiful April spring day. A uh, little chilly, but the sun's getting higher, and the wind is starting to get a little bit warmer here, but uh, and subsiding somewhat as well. Joining us now on the set, Senator Angela Turner-Ford. She represents District 16. That includes Clay, Lowndes, Noxabee, and Octibaha counties. Thanks for coming on, Senator. Thank you. I really appreciate the, appreciate the invitation to come on and speak today on today's program. You bet. Now, uh, besides being a, a state senator, you are a former board member of Sally Kate Winters Family Services. Is that correct? Yes, many years ago. Okay. So the organization's been here since uh, 1990. Uh, we learned from Executive Director Sheila Brand. Uh, I'm sure that uh, in that 
time period of being on the board, you got to know the organization quite well and appreciated the work they did. Absolutely. Um, this has been a staple organization in our community. Um, the board members are concerned about the work of that, that are, that's provided by the, the home and the services here. And I think that uh, most of, I would say, law enforcement community, the those members of the court staff, um, and the general public appreciate um, the services that are provided. Yeah, and uh, certainly having met uh, some of the staff this morning, it seems like a high-quality organization. And, and more importantly, to do this sort of work where you're dealing with very difficult situations, you got to have a calling. you got to have a passion for it. I agree. It's, it's a very delicate task. Um, you know, when children are displaced, families suffer upset, um, th- those children need a place to go. Yeah. And um, hopefully it can provide, um, I would say, a bit of a reprieve while those families and parents get themselves together. Yeah. And in the event that they don't, children can find a safe haven. Yeah. And, you know, you you wonder somewhat with uh, today's world and uh, cost of living going up and we're all dealing with that and that puts even more pressure on families that uh, unfortunately we may see uh, even more need more cases and of course that's why the organization is so valuable i agree um, and you know COVID has just bought brought about a, a yeah a plethora of issues that none of us could have anticipated and um, i think that that brings to light mental health as well so yeah. sally kate family sally kate winters family services are critical to the community and we need this type of organization to remain in place yeah impressed also a senator with the uh, long list of sponsors and uh those in the private sector that uh, really see the value of the organization and they open up their pocketbook and they help out this is a non-profit organization they do not receive any government uh, funding uh, but serve a very valuable role that w- without their financial support would not be possible. Right. And, you know, it's, it's, it's always, um, I would say, admirable when local businesses, um, private individuals want to contribute. Yeah. And they want to help the cause. Yeah. And I, I'm certainly thankful of those who choose to do so. But I'll, in, in addition to that, I'm thankful of the, the staffers who give of themselves daily to, to help um, children and families. And it, it provides a vital service to, again, I would say the courts, the children, but the community in general. Mm-hmm. It helps our future. And so do you hear from your constituents about uh, this organization there? I'm sure many of them are aware of it. What do you hear from them? What I hear from them is it's just really good to um, – to be able to to connect with this type of resource i can relate back i would say first to my i would say my personal experience with um sally k winter's home and that was when i was a a prosecutor um, working with the youth court Mm -hmm. and when those shelter types of situations came up we knew that there was an emergency we knew that those children had to be placed and if there's a a runaway um, this was always i would say um a safe haven, yeah, and it was well appreciated by the judges, myself, and um, those who work with the court. Yeah, I, it, it seems like these sorts of situations often are, their sense of urgency uh, applies and comes into play, and uh, you need um, uh, judicial expediency, and you need the chancellor to act. And uh, often, uh, I know I, I've witnessed it. There, it's tough decisions they it have is. to make, very difficult, thorny decisions, uh, but. 
hopefully they put the child's best interest at heart. That's the main thing. Absolutely. And law enforcement as well. You know, they, they are the, the front lines who go out and, you know, they see they're, they're having to intercede and get these children out of their homes. And I believe that they're they're appreciative of the work here, too. Yeah. How long have you served in the state Senate? I've been in the state Senate since 2013. Okay. That's awesome. Yes, yeah. it has been. And I was actually um, county prosecutor leading up to that point. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've gotten a chance to see the impact on families on a local level and then, I guess, advancing on to the state level as well. Is there any particular policies or legislation, Senator, you'd, you'd like to see taken up and, and enacted that could uh, address this issue, this issue of... of um, child abuse or or really poor situations in in homes a lot of this i think comes down to funding unfortunately and um so we need to make sure that um families have the resources that they need but in the event that they can't bounce back and recover we need places for to serve as a, a place of transition for those children yeah so certainly um the, the budget items for um, ch- children's advocacy centers, that needs to be a priority, and I would like to see them get more funding next year for sure. Okay. Do you feel like there's a, a broad favor in the in the House and the Senate for something like that? I do, and I hate to, um, you know, there's, I think I would be remiss if I didn't mention it. You know, there's the issue that has been in the news regarding the scandal with the, mm-hmm. the DHS funds. Um I think that we all would like to reward and highlight those organizations that are getting it right. Yeah. And certainly this is one of them. And this is, you know, with there only being, I think, 12 centers across the state, we need more. Yeah. Yeah, I asked uh, earlier um, about this organization and, and kind of the region it serves. And, and uh, you know, I have concerns about this happening across the state and whether or not we have sufficient resources to deal with these situations and and uh, similar type facilities. And uh, I mean, that's a concern because children have always got to be top of the list, in my view. And, the, and no child deserves to be in an, uh, an unhealthy, unstable a difficult environment. I agree, and to the extent that we can invest in, you know, education of of our youth, um, the mental services, mental health services that they need, mm-hmm. I think that would put us in a position where we don't have to spend as much on corrections. Yeah, and you know those other um, problems that we may face uh, yeah. going on into adulthood. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Uh, the statistics have have. Um, revealed that for for years that children that come from stable home environments they typically end up being productive out of trouble adults and when they have a difficult home environment it it increases the probability that they uh, fall into trouble as adults and and maybe step out of line with the law and then we end up having to deal with that on on in the incarceration world which is expensive and uh, really a, a burden on society overall true we invest young we invest early yeah um highlight issues you know we should reward those who are excelling and doing well and i think that's just going to put us on the pathway for an even greater and brighter future for the state of mississippi yeah. and, and there certainly there's situations i would have to believe where uh, parents just fall on on rough times and it, and it causes um uh, instability in the home and then there are other situations where the 
parents just to have a problem and uh, that needs to be addressed separately i agree and you know and i think about those situations also where um you know the child just may have a mental health issue that yeah. their parents yeah. don't know how to address they don't sure. have the resources yeah and um to the extent that we can make sure that those services are yeah. in place will be helpful yeah may not even know they have that issue exactly yeah yeah, absolutely. So uh, it's the most precious resource we have, uh, our children. And if, if we don't uh, nurture and develop them properly at, at the impressionable, critical ages, then it's kind of hard to backtrack on that once they reach a certain age. It know. is. They have to be a priority. Yeah. Um, they're our future. And we talk about the brain drain. So, yeah. you know, just let's make sure yeah. that um, we have a society and a community that is welcoming of those minds that are bright and want to stay here and make Mississippi a better place. Yeah, totally agree. Um, how long were you on the board here? I was on the board, I think, a couple of years, okay. I believe it was. Yeah. And so you give it your time, as do the other board members, and uh, that's what makes these things go. Yes, and I think I've seen some names that are still on the board <laughs> from when I served previously, so kudos to them for being an active part of the work here. we got a break right here. You want to hang around and talk about the uh, legislative session? Can't let you get out of here without sure. talking about that. <laughs> Happy to. Oh, that sounds great. Uh, we've got uh, Senator Angela Turner-Ford as our guest here on Middays. We're in the Element Well Studios at Sally Kent Winters Family Services in West Point, Mississippi. We'll be right back. All your glass needs call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4444. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Calloway's has a large selection of fresh trees and shrubs. 
Callaway says special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformation. Let Callaway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tank is always a better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's and Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown Hall. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. To good things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. Everyone, midday Super Talk Mississippi. We are at Sally Kate Winters Family Services in West Point, Mississippi. It is Child Abuse Prevention Month. We've got Senator Angela Turner Ford that represents District 16. That's Clay, Lowndes, Noxaby, and Octibaha counties, is our guest here on the set. Uh, Senator, it was uh, a very active legislative session, is the way I would describe it. Lots of uh, high profile legislation that meandered its way through the uh, the chambers and um, got signed by the governor. Some didn't make it that far, but was uh, hotly contested. Uh, your thoughts overall? I've heard it said that this was, you used the word active, I've heard different. <laughs> and um, different. and, and that's, okay. the, that's the word that I've heard that's been referred to. Yeah. And I think based on some previous years, it was it's a different experience for me as well. Um, we know that there was the tax legislation yep. that actually started last year. Yep. And so that actually has, you know, passed the House and the Senate. And as you mentioned, there are a number of bills that we're just waiting on the governor to sign. Right. And that we're watching closely, one of which was, I think, a bill that we actually saw at the very end, which was the, the projects, you know, that we would like to see funded yes. in various districts. So we're watching that closely. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, the medical marijuana legislation, which uh, got legs, especially last year after the Supreme Court uh, struck down the ballot initiative on what was essentially a technicality on the signature gathering process. Nonetheless, I, I think they ruled correctly in that. So legislature had to uh, spring into action, and, and they did and took that up, and, and that got through. Uh, were you happy with the final bill in that I, respect? I was. Um, you know, with any bill, I think you, you hope to, well, what you will see is compromise. Yeah. 
and um, that was what was achieved with the medical marijuana legislation. I know that various cities and counties are looking at um, if they were going to opt out or not, and um, we were we we're seeing reports in the media about that. Um, we got some reports from Dr. Thomas Dobbs, who was the state health officer, mm-hmm. about the regulations that are coming forward um, to um, determine how dispensaries and um, all of those transportation services will play out. So it's still very much in flux, yeah. and we're watching. Yeah, they've released some preliminary uh, rules they've promulgated at this point, but I think there's a lot more coming as well. It's a, it's a fairly complicated matter. Of course, the good news is they've got lots of other states to use as a model, as a guide somewhat, as, as they draft those. What about the cities and counties in your district? What are you hearing from them? We, we've been reporting those that that have opted out thus far. I live in Madison County, and, of course, the city of Ridgeland, uh, Madison, Gluckstadt thus far have all opted out. Uh, Brandon over in Rankin County, past Christiane down on the coast. What are you hearing from your district? I haven't heard a lot. Um, I think that they're, you know, they they were considering what the position would be. I have not heard a lot of pushback from the community. Okay. I do understand that Starkville specifically has said that they would not opt out. Okay. But in terms of um, hard and fast decisions made elsewhere, I haven't heard a lot. Yeah, running out of time. Absolutely. I think got, what, two weeks left? Right, so? um, 90 days from yeah. the date of passage, which was back in February. Yeah, I, I want to say that's coming up in a couple of weeks. Rhino and I looked that up uh, not too long ago. So, all right, so we had that that they got through. You, you mentioned that the tax legislation. You got any particular feelings about that, the way it ended up? I don't. Um, it was just. I had to kind of consider what was on the field and yeah. ended up voting in favor yeah. of the tax cut. Um, we'll, I think you know, it's going to be implemented in phases. Hopefully it won't be too much of a, a hit on the budget. Yeah. But um, we'll, just, we'll just watch. Yeah. All right, so we, we had that. We had a big teacher pay raise, too. Great bill. Yeah. It was great. Um, I think that most of the teachers that I've heard from are excited. Um, certainly there's more to be done. Um, we want to make sure that we get them to the southeastern average. Yeah. But um, to I think it was a great effort, um, a compromise that was reached by the House and the Senate. So yeah. We're all appreciative. Two different approaches uh, down in the details, but I, I think still sort of had the same result at the end of the day it was just a matter of working through the nuances and and uh, fortunately they did that in conference and, and got a bill done signed by the governor he he told me last year on the show at the Shelby county fair that that was his top priority was getting a teacher pay raise done and and so uh that was successful uh in the session so we got that done and then um the the one that didn't make it that uh, is is still being talked about quite a bit is restoring and correcting the the ability for citizens to get a measure on the ballot, and uh, that didn't happen this session, and and that has to go to the ballot statewide for the people uh, to vote on and ratify and approve. So it, next time that would happen is twenty three at this point. Uh, Senate and House just had different thoughts on the number of signatures that needed to be collected. What What do you think about that? You know, now the the House passed a resolution, and I think it was referred to the Accountability, Efficiency, and Transparency Committee. Yeah, I believe that's right. And out of that, um, Chairman Polk devised two subcommittees. I was on one of the subcommittees. Okay. And we we discussed um, our proposals and, you know, forwarded them to him to review. Mm -hmm. 
and I'm not quite sure where the breakdown occurred after that, but I, you know, it had never made it to the floor. Yeah. And so hopefully that's something that we will take up next year and maybe even discuss out of session in preparation for January. Do you feel like your constituents would like to see uh, a mechanism for the people to get something referred to the ballot? I think so. Um, Actually, with the, if I'm remembering correctly, when the medical marijuana legislation or issue was on the ballot, Mm -hmm. I think it passed, if it was not Clay County, it was the Senate district by about maybe 74%. Okay. And so I would think that with that overwhelming amount of support that they appreciate the Mm -hmm. opportunity of being able to express an opinion Mm -hmm. by way of the ballot. Um, one issue that I remember occurring or uh, being um, raised was that between amending the Constitution versus amending statute. Right. And so that may have been some discussions or may have been an issue as to why it didn't go forward. But I would like to see an opportunity for both. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting, yeah, that the, the as drafted that the resolution came out of the House would uh, amend and uh, statute and not the Constitution, uh, the the mechanism that we had before that was struck down by the Supreme Court only allowed amendment of the Constitution. So this particular approach would uh, provide for uh, statutory adjustment as opposed to amending the Constitution. The legislature would have to refer uh, a measure, a resolution, if you will, to the ballot to amend the Constitution. The people would, of course, have to vote on that. But uh, there was just a big gap in the number of signatures. The House uh, wanted to be consistent with um, w- what's presently in the Constitution, 12% of the total ballots cast in the last gubernatorial election, and the Senate sought 12% of the of the voting population. So it, that, that ended up being a pretty big delta in terms of the number of signatures required to get it on the ballot. Just the, the hurdle was much, the bar was much higher uh, to cross over on the, in the Senate's version. But... We'll see if uh, perhaps that might be something that the governor would consider calling a special session on. There's a possibility as well. Uh, There's a possibility. Um, I don't know. We will just have to wait. But certainly the governor determines what we address in special session. Yeah, that's right. And I think uh, if he would be consistent with what he said about the medical marijuana bill, uh, the possibility of taking that to a special session. He said, I'm not doing it unless I know we got the votes there to pass something that he could approve as well. So I, I think that'd be the same situation, same approach here. I agree, because if, if there is, if it's not even close, then it amounts to all of the legislators being in yeah. session, expending taxpayer dollars yeah, without any, like a that. resolution in sight. <laughs> I wouldn't like that. Yeah, so. I hear you. What, what would you like to see done that uh, you, you thought uh, you might be able to get some traction on this year? What, what are your legislative priorities? Going into the session, one of the main priorities that we had was um, looking at the ARPA spending, the American Rescue Plan Act funding. Yeah. And um, with a number of my colleagues, for those who don't know, I'm chair of the Mississippi Legislative Black Caucus. Okay. And so what we did was we asked our members to go out and look at their water service providers and um, provide estimates for how much they thought would be needed to make improvements in those areas. And what we found was it was about $350 million worth of needs, which is a huge price tag. Mm -hmm. But that being said... um, We've actually funded programs this session um, that would allow for water service projects to go forward. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that was mission accomplished. We would just like to make sure that 
um, projects are funded and that those water services can be provided in our I communities. I got you. Uh, quickly, what about the uh, the postpartum Medicaid services? That didn't make it either. It didn't, and we've actually been working on that for the past, I think, two years, yeah. and it received more traction this time, but yeah. um, hopefully next session that's something that can make it across the finish line. Got you. Senator Angela Turner Ford, District 16, has been our guest on Middays. We're in West Point at the Sally Kate Winters Family Services. It is Child Abuse Prevention Month. Keep that in mind, folks. We'll take a break right here. We'll come right back. Natalie White, Sally Kate Winters Family Services staff, Runaway and Homeless home, uh, homeless Youth Programs, joins us at 11.50. Stay with us. We'll come right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions, high near 72. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 51. Your Wednesday rolls in with mostly cloudy conditions, high near 78. Wednesday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 60. And a look to Thursday, mostly sunny skies, high near 85. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. Last month, we gave you some of our biggest and best deals ever, but in April, Ridgeland Mitsubishi is determined to give you even more. We're giving you more selection to choose from, more affordable payments, and more savings than ever before. Get here now to take advantage of these amazing offers. Pay only $249 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirages. Want more? The Mirage averages a whopping 40 miles per gallon. That's right. Only $249 per month and get huge savings on gas. Still want more? Then don't forget about Ridgeland Mitsubishi's new lifetime powertrain warranty. That's right. A lifetime powertrain warranty. Ridgeland Mitsubishi. And we'll give you more for your old vehicle, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So bring your trade in today. And remember, you are approved. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. With all of this, who could ask for more? RidgelandMitsubishi.com. This is the opportunity you've been waiting for. So get to Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today. Or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We'll approve credit deal for details. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. This is Dr. Will Lumflett with Capital Dental. We are proud to offer the most up-to-date technology to ensure you are receiving the best possible dental care. Book your appointment online today at CapitalDentalInc.com. That's CapitalDentalInc.com. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. 
It's Lisa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. It's almost been a week without power for some residents in Benton County after the strong storms that rolled in last Wednesday. Holly Springs was one city in the county that was hit harder than others, with reports of several power lines and poles being damaged following the storm's passing. So far, the city has had 90% of power restored, as the Holly Springs utility crews have worked nonstop to fix the issue. But some residents worry about the individuals in the areas that are still not reached. A new exhibit is coming to the two Mississippi museums in Jackson on May 7th called The World of Marty Stewart, featuring items the famous musician has collected over the years. Some of Stewart's featured items include his first guitar, manuscripts from Hank Williams, costumes from Dolly Parton and Johnny Cash, and more. The exhibit will be unveiled during the inaugural Mississippi Makers Fest, a free event with live music, food, and art on the museum grounds. To read more about the new exhibit and the festival, go to supertalk.fm. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers every day at 5. Speaking of Ford, it's Ford Truck Month. Now is the time to get a great deal on the only trucks built Ford Tough. Work or play, get after it in a new Ford F-150 or Super Duty truck. Get behind the wheel in a new Ford Maverick pickup and get after any adventure with deals on Ford Ranger. Take advantage of our best offers on the full Ford lineup of Ford trucks. These deals won't last long. Get to Ford Truck Month at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Join us each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for the Word of Truth here on Super Talk Mississippi. That's the Word of Truth each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station or online at supertalk.fm. 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 Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm. Everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. We are in West Point, Mississippi, Sally Kate Winters Family Services. It's Child Abuse Prevention Month. Uh, Rhino back in the studio taking care of business back there. Jason says the CDC scientists have done great stuff. The political appointees that are supposed to be communicating that as opposed to agendas and narratives should all be fired and charged, as should media who have carved out a niche market by lying to people, especially about the vaccines both ways. You know, who's the arbiter of that? I think, uh, Jason, of of what's truth and what's not, that's part of the problem we have just in in communication and its dissemination in general is just trying to figure out who's in charge of that. This is why the left's going crazy about the prospect of Elon Musk taking over Twitter. And uh, because he might allow 
diverse points of view. And and it's amazing to me how the, the, the left criticizes Musk as being, we can't let a billionaire take over this uh, this platform, this communications tool in Twitter, but yet it's billionaires who own, oh, I don't know, the Washington Post, for example. Um, billionaires own Facebook and other forms of media communication. So I, I don't know what uh, the, the fact that the person is a billionaire, why that's even germane. Uh, to the situation, I think it just is, uh, illustrates the fear they have of um, perhaps other points of view uh, being widely distributed, disseminated, and consumed by people, and it might actually uh, influence their point of view, and more importantly, the way they vote. And it just shouldn't be that way. They should be uh, apprised to diverse points of view and then make uh, a rational decision from there. But that doesn't seem to be what is desired uh, from them at this point. But we're, we're going to watch this. Apollo Global, a private equity firm, has also announced that they are considering partnering up with uh, Musk in, in uh, his effort to acquire Twitter. So they got plenty of money. They could certainly, yeah, really one of the world's largest buyout firms and uh, so they certainly could step up if necessary but i don't think musk needs them i think they just want to participate uh in the deal uh for the upside well there has been some reporting that apollo's trying to outbid him oh okay well that maybe they're bidding it up and that's not unusual when you get these private equity guys come to the table like that if they want to play in a deal and uh that that could certainly be something that would force the board's hand even more if they if they cause it to be bid up. It's already he's offered a premium, but if they get involved and there's a, a bidding war going on, uh, that'll put more pressure on the board. Uh, I thought it was funny that Musk said yesterday that uh, the board members were um, would not be paid if he were to take over, and even Jack Dorsey, the original founder CEO. You saw his comments yesterday. He admonished the board a bit. It seems to me like he's encouraging them to accept Musk's offer. Said the board was dysfunctional. You know, their their cash flow is terrible. They're not a very profitable company. All of their financial performance recent metrics are trending negatively. It's really not a well-run company. I mean, if for nothing else, I think Musk is a guy that understands uh, how to operate a company. And, um, you know, he's been pretty good in uh, satisfying and, and honoring all the commitments he made with respect to, to Tesla. And what an incredible turnaround that we've seen with that company um, from a financial perspective. His big problem was he just couldn't make enough vehicles. He's, you know, he has, I don't want to say he's totally resolved that problem, but addressed it and improved it. Of course, now you've got all these other supply chain issues that are plaguing uh, the manufacture of, of all vehicles and all products that rely on lots of these constrained materials. So we'll see where all that goes. But I think the funniest out, argument I've seen against Musk buying Twitter was yeah. someone trying to make some asinine point about how he, he wouldn't be able to run the company very well because he doesn't even own a house. Apparently, Elon Musk couch surfs, couch surfs with, with friends at, at other mansions and doesn't actually own a mansion. So, therefore, 
he would be horrible at running Twitter. That was their argument they were trying to make. I mean, on what basis? I I don't see how what their their position, what, what uh, the uh, the thesis is for that. Just because of, of Musk's personal situation like that, it makes no sense. These board members are making two to three hundred grand a year just for serving on the board. He says he would cut that to zero and pay them nothing. Uh, I applauded that when I saw it. Uh, you know, that's his decision. Look, if you don't want to serve on the board, he'll offer somebody else that opportunity that would be willing to do it for nothing. Uh, but that's that's the way he sees fit to operate the company, were he to buy it and be in charge. Uh, I don't have a problem with that. That's his uh, prerogative uh, in that uh, particular position. It, it's just funny watching all that play out, though. Uh, it, it's it's intriguing, and I'm rooting for the guy, honestly. I'm rooting for the guy because I think it would just up in um, all of this Internet-based communications, which has been in so much focus, uh, certainly from the perspective of how it influences our culture, but it influences uh, our political world as well. And I, I think it is true to some extent that these the folks that operate these platforms are obviously left-leaning. They're, they are rooting for leftist causes and, and leftist candidates, and, and they tend to suppress content that uh, uh, might impede that. Uh, but we'll see where all that goes. Speaking of which, I've noticed that the Republicans have really been active in getting uh, lots of campaign signage out. I mean, it is all over the place. I saw a lot of it coming up here on the way as we approach the midterms. It's uh, it's those big displays on the roads in front of every gas station that says the, <laughs> that displays the price of gas. That's the best campaign advertisement uh, that uh, the Republicans can have right now because people are going to naturally associate that with the party in charge. And um, the, many of the oil analysts that I've paid attention to the last couple of days, they're still saying we're going to 150 bucks a barrel by the summer. We're at, I think, 105 106 for West Texas uh, Intermediate right now. So we're talking about, uh, you know, what, a, f- a 40% uh, increase between now and the next three months. And you can kind of extrapolate that out to the pump. See what that means. I don't think that's going to be good at this point uh, for the Democrats. You got any thoughts about that at this point, Rhino? Mm, I think. Oh, who was it on the on the ceasefire text line a while back that was quoting Sun Tzu's "Art of War" to us, where if your opponent is making a mistake, don't interrupt them. Yeah, exactly. Let them hang themselves. Uh, speaking of which, the Washington Post already getting ready for the 2024 election cycle, they have published their top 10 Democrat presidential contenders. Of course, at the top of the list, they expect the sitting president to seek re-election. Elevated to number two, none other than Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg. (laughs) They've leapfrogged him and placed him in the list above of Kamala Harris. She's now sitting at uh, the third position, followed by Elizabeth Warren. I thought she was out of here by now. Amy Klobuchar, 
uh, Roy Cooper. I don't even know who that is, Roy Cooper. So, uh, let's see, North Carolina? Yeah, the governor of North North Carolina. Carolina. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sherrod Brown, uh, and let's see, Cory Booker, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California. And then at the number 10 spot, AOC. Is is that a harbinger of what we might expect in the future? Is she a future presidential candidate? What do you think about that? That'd be something. Uh, we'll see where all that goes. But I don't the see that Post. really growing too much. <laughs> we'll see. Um, what about a little woke news for you? The professor who refer uh, refused to use preferred pronouns... Shawnee State University. You remember that he just said that was ridiculous that he was going he he wasn't going to adhere to this request that students have of what pronoun they want to be uh, want to be used when referring to them. He won. He won. He he um a four hundred thousand dollar lawsuit. Wow, that's incredible. Nicholas Merriweather. This was a lawsuit filed in two thousand and eighteen alleging that the school violated his religious freedom and First Amendment rights. And he won. Wow. Shawnee State professors cannot be forced to speak contrary to their beliefs. That was the centerpiece of the argument, and he won the case. It's time for a break here on Middays. We're at Sally Kate Winters Family Services. Coming up next, Natalie White, Sally Kate Winters Family Services staff member, Runaway and Homeless Youth Program. Stay with us. We'll be right back. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Glykstead or online at bennelson.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land. And just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Did your current cleaning provider show up last night? With the current labor market, you have to trust your keys to those that care. That's why it's time to change to Janet King, the king of clean. Trust your keys to our local franchise owners and our 35 years of experience to make sure your building is clean and healthy. For your clean and healthy building, go to JanetKingCleans.com. That's JanetKingCleans.com today for a healthy building tomorrow. Janet King, the king of clean. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To 
learn more about what it takes to be a black label bridge builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the black label bridge builders. This is a midday agri market report. The USDA has announced a reopening of its USDA farmers market for its 25th market season. The annual Friday market will reopen on Friday, May the 6th and run through Friday, October the 28th. Located outside the USDA's headquarters in Washington, D.C., the market serves as the department's own living laboratory for farmers market operations across the country. And a little closer to home on tomorrow, Wednesday, Agricultural Secretary Tom Vilsack and White House Domestic Policy Advisor Susan Rice will travel to Mississippi as part of the Biden administration's Building a Better America Rural Infrastructure Tour. The administration's whole-of-government approach for partnering with rural places to create economic opportunity and underscores commitment to help rural areas build stronger, more resilient, and inclusive communities. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Your business may be classified as small to mid-size, but you view it as an empire and naturally want it to succeed. Do you have the proper tools in place to efficiently utilize the staff who handles administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits? Without changing current processes and proper training, payroll technology alone cannot solve these problems. By utilizing the iSolve platform, MWG Employer Services can create new processes and properly train your staff to maximize the efficiency of this technology. For more information, visit MWGEmployerServices.com. April is National Safe Digging Month. Mississippi 811 would like to remind you that the leading cause of harm to underground facilities is excavation damage. While pipeline operators and other underground facility owners are committed to raising awareness of underground damage prevention, everyone has a responsibility to ensure safe digging practices. Mississippi 811 reminds you to call at least two days before you dig. Respect utility markers on your site and dig safely. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi, live from Sally Kate Winters Family Services in West Point, Mississippi. Gorgeous spring day up here. And uh, joining us now on the set, Natalie White, Sally Kate Winters Family Services, Runaway and Homeless Youth Programs. Natalie, thanks for joining us, and thanks for having us. Thank you so much for being here today. All right, tell us uh, exactly what your role is here at Sally Kate Winters Family Services. Well, my role is actually I am the clinical coordinator for the runaway and homeless youth programs that we have here. And there are two programs that we actually have, the Transitional Living Program, which services youth ages 16 to 21, and also our runaway and homeless youth program, which services youth ages 12 to 17. Okay, so um, what exactly, how would one be categorized as runaway? What constitutes that? Okay, Um, well, um, what we have here is um, four criteria that we try to uh, put youth in as far as 
that status they can be at risk runaway um couch surfing or street youth um and homeless youth those are the four categories okay and and they come in uh, are you amongst the first to actually see the child when they come into the the program well it kind of depends um it kind of depends because of uh, we have a referral program well referral for both programs yeah. excuse me where um sometimes youth come in in the middle of the night um and sometimes they are school counselors or parents or anyone in the community may do an actual referral referral source so what happens is sometimes i may talk to them sometimes Sometimes uh, individuals that work within the, those programs may talk to them to do the paperwork to mm-hmm. be able to get those youth in either of those two programs. Is this a situation, because uh, you said something there that uh, mm-hmm. don't think about coming to the middle of the night. Is this yes. a situation where you may be on call 724? Yes. Um, so we actually ro- rotate on calls between uh, okay. four staff, myself and three other staff. Yeah. Um, so we rotate on calls seven yeah. days a well seven days a week. Yes. Yeah, because um, it's not a situation <laughs> that can wait. Right. Exactly. Um, and one of the things is, especially with our runaway and homeless youth program, um, we try to make sure that the youth understands it is a twenty-four hour program. Yeah. Um, and so when individuals do call, um, a lot of times we may have to do what I call, you know, what the referral process I said earlier. Mm-hmm. We do interviewing, but sometimes we have to quickly provide those services. Yeah. So sometimes that situation looks a little bit different. Of course, in the ideal world, you want to be able to have a sit-down conversation to kind to see what's really going on and get the full scope a lot of times we don't get the full scope until we provide those basic serve those basic needs and then the next probably 24 48 hours we're getting more of the story of what's going on with that particular youth so runaway and homeless youth that would come into your care mm-hmm. are they typically from mississippi are they running away or they're they're homeless uh, in Mississippi residents, or they they've uh, run away from homes outside the state. Great question. It is actually in Mississippi. Uh, we have service outside of the state, but um, over fifty percent of our youth are actually from the state of Mississippi. When you when you first talk to them, uh, what what's the typical if there is such a thing? It's typical reason why they're running away. Um, some of the issues could be, uh, of course, parental conflicts um, within the home. There is. Um, um, individuals that come in that may have issues with um, food, clothing, um, shelter. And so those are some of the, the issues that they kind of face. Mm-hmm. Um, but we kind of hear for the teens more conflict with parents. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And so do you get involved and try to resolve those conflicts? Uh, yes. It, again, depending on the situation. Yeah, if sure. it's very um, severe, uh, well, again, we're trying to work with the youth first. Um, and then also um, our biggest goal, especially with our Runaway Homeless Youth Program, is to reunify. Yeah. Um, and that is something that we do provide on um, site counseling for families and to really um, put services in the home for them um, when the child returns back to the home because that is something that we we really see a lot of the conflict and the issues and a lot of times and i i really love that program because we see so much success with that program where the youth are able to go back into the home yeah and um before they go back we actually are putting services in place so therefore when the child returns back things are already um, i got you are you required to make contact with the parents or the guardians 
Yes. In this case? Yes. We are required um, when they are minors. Okay. We are required. So yeah. anyone that's younger than the age of 18, we are required to contact the yeah. families. Yes. Yeah. Do you have to let the children know that as well? Yes, we do. We do. Um, um, for instance, if we when we do um, let the children know that sometimes they're afraid or um, don't quite understand, but we have a way of communicating with the youth to let them know this is a safe place. Um, this is why we have to contact your parents. But you are more than willing to. We are more than able to stay here and provide those services for your parents as well. Gotcha. So we get a lot more buy-in for the youth and the families. I understand, Natalie. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so Appreciate much. Appreciate that. Natalie White uh, with Sally Kate Winters Family Services, Runaway and Homeless Youth Programs. We'll take a break right here. It is top of the hour, so that means Super Talk News and Fox News coming your way. After that, Joe Max Higgins, CEO of Golden Triangle Development Link, will be our guest here on Middays. We're at the Sally Kate Winters Family Services in West Point, Mississippi. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. Fox News, I'm Lillian Wu. Moderna hoping soon to unveil its next generation COVID vaccine. One that will combine the original with a version that can protect against illnesses caused by the Omicron variant. Multivalent vaccines are not a new concept. Yearly flu shots are designed this way. Moderna's data still needs independent review. Fox's Edmund Brown, the FDA is debating whether or not the U.S. will need updated COVID shots. A motion has been denied for a lower bond for the parents accused in last year's deadly Michigan high school shooting. James and Jennifer Crumbly, each charged with four counts of manslaughter, accused of supplying the gun and failing to stop their teenage son who's accused of killing four and injuring seven others in a mass shooting at Oxford High School last year. Fox's Jeff Manasso, America's listening to Fox News. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Does your driveway need a little spring because your tired vehicle has sprained its sprung? Well, then you need to bring your brung to Pinnacle Motors. Steve Owen and the friendly staff at Pinnacle Motors can up your game and get your ride back to where it should be. If they don't have it, they'll work for you in finding the best pre-owned car, truck, and SUV that's been inspected and has a warranty. They're also still buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and this is Supertalk Mississippi News. Both Mississippi State and Ole Miss are looking to pull themselves from the basement of the SEC West and into a chance for a regional appearance. The two rivals are set to play four games in a row this weekend and into next week. Here's what Bulldogs head coach Chris Limonis told us going into the stretch. Well, it means more than a normal game. I always try to tell our guys that. Not, not that they have to play harder, try harder, but it, you know, our fan base, our administration, our, their fan base, their administration, it just means more. And to walk around and act like it doesn't would be foolish. And so 
Um, there's a lot of pride on the line, and both of us have probably struggled a little bit this year to where both of us need to come out and play good baseball. And, you know, we can come back, and maybe this is a series and a weekend that if we play really well, we can get going and, and build some confidence for the rest of the season. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday's games will be in Oxford as Double Decker is going on. Also, the Grove Bowl will be this weekend. Then both teams will get a short break before meeting back up in Pearl for the annual Governor's Cup. This is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. We supply businesses with well-qualified and skilled workers who are ready and willing to work. When you hire a job seeker with a disability, we offer no-cost job training customized for your company's needs. Our business specialists can provide training and information on tax incentives and workplace accommodations. For more information, visit us at mdrs.ms.gov. Partner with us and provide opportunities for Mississippians with disabilities. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. If you're not sure what that means for you, did you know through our advocacy efforts in the state capitol, wireless broadband is quickly connecting every corner of the state. We are more than agriculture. We are what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years of faith, family, and farm bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. The New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Fest is just around the corner and a pair of Mississippians are set to perform. Of course, you have Jimmy Buffett who will be taking the stage. It'll be his 14th appearance at the festival. Now I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to go in the volcano blow. But you also have Libby Ray Watson of Pascagoula ready to make her first appearance at the fairgrounds since 1997. Watson, a blues musician known for her distinctive voice, will headline the Lanyap stage on Thursday, May 5th. When there's darkness on the Delta, oh, that's when my heart feels light. When there's darkness on the Delta, let me linger in the shelter of night. Tickets for the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival can be bought at NOJazzFest.com. J.T. Mitchell, Super Talk Mississippi News. Sponsor or register today for the Mississippi Economic Council's 72nd Annual Meeting on Thursday, April 21st at the Jackson Convention Complex from 8.30 to 1 p.m. You'll hear from MEC members, business leaders, and elected officials from across Mississippi as we hear from thought leaders about the opportunities for securing Mississippi's future. Attendees will hear from State Health Officer Thomas Dobbs, Governor Tate Reeves, MEC leadership and more. Sponsor or register today at MEC.MS. That's MEC.MS. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I still want my MTV exhibit and other monthly programs and events. Visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi.
Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi. We're at Sally Kate Winters Family Services, West Point, Mississippi, rocking into hour three of the program today. Joining us now, Joe Max Higgins, CEO of Golden Triangle Development Link. Oh, who we got here? Hey, young man. What's that? Money. Money for the kids. What's your name? Bailey Scruggs. This is $20 for the kids. That is fantastic. That is really cool. You're so sweet. You're so nice for doing that. And they are, look over here. They are so appreciative for your contribution. We're going to put this to good use. Really appreciate it. Good man. Take care, okay? <laughs> that was awesome. Appreciate that, Bentley. All right, now we need other folks to join in and do what uh, Bentley did. I'll give you the information here in a minute. It's Supertalk 22-41444. That's where you go to donate. Uh, this is a great organization. That's a great cause, and we sure do appreciate Bentley. That was awesome. Thank you, Bentley, for that. All right, Joe Max. so... You and I were just talking uh, off uh, line a little bit. Uh, lots of economic development projects that are in the hopper, in the in the uh, opportunity queue. The question is, and the issue is always, how do we pull those things across the finish line? Back in uh, my career running large sales group, we used to always refer to that as you don't want to be salesman of the month next month perpetually. <laughs> you want to be salesman of the month uh, eventually for real. Uh, but you, but you gotta you gotta be in the deals to play. I mean that's just how it works. And and uh, you get a, you play the numbers. You get enough of them in there, and you you bring some in, and good things happen. That's right. That's right. So what you got going on that you could tell us about? Well, I mean, you know, I'm probably more open in in projects that are working than anybody else in the state. I, yeah. And I won't tell you who who they are, but yeah. but we're seeing a tremendous amount of work in uh, EV batteries. We're seeing. I think we got four of those looking at uh, at a site uh, in the Golden Triangle. Uh, we're still seeing steel and metal related stuff because of steel dynamics. Obviously, yeah. uh, they make a lot of steel, and people wanting to further process and use use their steel. Um, solar is big here. Uh, we've announced 550 megawatts of solar that are in, wow. in development. That's the size of a small nuclear power wow. plant. Uh, and I think probably in the coming months we'll see another 200 added to that for about 750 megawatts. Now, put that in perspective, the steel mill is TVA's largest customer at 360 megawatts. Wow. So we'll be producing about twice what their consumption is uh, here. Well, a project here in Clay County, two in Lowndes. I think Clay will have another one soon. Yeah. So we're seeing solar, we're seeing machinery and equipment, we're seeing, uh, 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 you know, uh, 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 automotive vehicles, uh, projects, and so it's kind of a across the board gamut. We, we've got one yesterday uh, that is uh, uh, wood and wood products. Hmm. So steel, wood, you know, all it needs brick. We'll have the three, uh, uh, three little. Uh, Pigs uh, uh, covered, right? <laughs> I got you. So, uh, what's the workforce look like? I mean, that's the big question, is it not? It's a big issue, big question, top of mind for everyone that's thinking about doing something. Yeah, and and I think I'll tell you, I think we figured it out before most folks did. Uh, probably you got to go back seven, eight years. Uh, we were working with uh, Dr. Mac Matera and Bill Fruth that does the polycoms, and and we came to the conclusion that workforce was our Achilles heel, but it's everybody's Achilles yeah, heel. Yeah, absolutely. And that's when we started 
started the initiative and started working on the community. Uh, that's a 40 four million dollar industrial training facility uh, uh, that we built with state local and federal funds uh, it's up it's running uh, we had a prospect through it the other day and they were in awe the owner of the company and their facilities manager started looking at the, the, the equipment that was in there and the skills that could be trained and they said we've never seen anything like this mm, ever that's awesome so yeah so so but but it's still it's still a struggle to get people to come in enroll get educated get trained to do that that, but once they do, they'll get a job, and they'll yeah. get they'll get a they'll get a real good job. Yeah. So, uh, how are things looking now compared to a year ago with all the COVID disruption that we had, and the government? Uh, I, I like to say dropping helicopter money on everybody. Uh, that did affect the workforce in a yeah. uh, big time. Uh, and uh, most of that's gone now. Does it look like people are trying to go back to work? Yeah, I mean, we still got some of our major employers that are that are advertising. Some of them are offering bonuses. Yeah, um, a lot of them are growing bigger than they bigger than they thought. Like Pico here in West Point, you know, they came in and said, "Hey, we're going to create three hundred jobs and do about sixty five million dollars of investment." Well, now they're at one hundred seventy five million dollars, and they're going to be close to a thousand jobs when they get everything filled. They want wow. to do three lines now. They've done eight uh uh the engine plant you know originally came in and said 500 jobs well they're bumping 800 now the steel mill same way so we're seeing a lot of growth there uh but but it but it's tough to get to get people to apply uh uh but last year you know we've been averaging on, on average we average about a half a billion dollars investment a year okay. at about 500 jobs i've been here almost 20 years almost two decades came in 2003 and that's been our average sands Four years of Glen McCullough. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. Phil Bryant, that last four years yeah. were not good. We were down about 40% a year. But last year we did $600 million and over 1,000 jobs. Hmm. So, uh, And we think this year is going to be stronger than that. So hmm. all in all, we're getting there. We just need to keep the people keep the people. The good news is the jobs we're creating are very highly skilled and very highly paid. The steel mill pays an average of about $120,000 a year. Wow. That, that moves the needle. That moves the needle. Yeah, you know, other plants are sixty, sixty-five thousand dollars a year. We're not talking about fifteen-dollar an hour jobs. Right. We're talking better than that. Yeah, I mean, of course, that's better than no job. But how, how we really make a mark on growing our economy, growing our tax base, and uh, being able to just Im- improve the overall quality of life is when we see these higher-paid jobs uh, in the area. I mean, that's what truly makes a difference. One thing we've been preaching, and and it's. It's, it's not getting on anybody, but it's kind of like, how many jobs is going to create? Right. That's what everybody wants to right. know, how many jobs. The number of jobs. Yeah, right. we, we do not care, period. We look at CapEx first, okay? okay, because if the capital investment is high enough, the, way, the, the jobs may be fewer, but they pay a lot. And, you know, I mean, I've been here 20 years almost. About 30 years ago, I told the community that I was in that the industry of the future is going to be working fewer people. Going to have higher capex. It's going to use a lot more water, sewer, and electricity. Going to use fewer people, but it's going to pay more. But it's going to pay more, right. and that's right. what we're seeing. Yeah. Uh, plus, the uh, the uh, higher capex also that uh, has a lot of economic output associated with it as well, because a lot of that investment is made in companies that are hiring a lot of people that are having to perform the services to 
uh, deliver that capex. On yeah, that capex. And, and the higher capex is going to translate to, even with exemptions, more money to your cities, your counties, yeah. and your schools. That's right. And and you know, <clears throat> Lowndes County is a perfect example of that. With all of our success that they had over there years ago, they built a brand new elementary school and paid cash for it. Hmm. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, so what about this this sort of recent concept, uh, Joe Max, uh, in regionalizing economic development? Yeah, so I've been doing this business getting close to 40 years. I never was a fan of it. You know, my license plate on my truck says 2EQLEST, <laughs> second equals last. <laughs> Felt like the way you win is to tear everybody else's face off. And so that's that was kind of my approach for years. Yeah. Uh, and then when West Point actually approached the, the 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 my organization about joining and being two counties, and then obviously right after that October Hall for three, it, it suddenly dawned on me that you got more to sell. Okay. Because each community's got different pros, different cons, different th- things make different people tick. Yeah. Uh, and we weren't recruiting somebody and getting the management to come in here, and then they lived at. Old Waverly, for instance. Yeah. So now, when we recruit somebody, we say, you know, we got all these schools, we got all these three towns, yeah. we got the rural areas. You Scale. can it gives us more to more to sell. Yeah. And 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 quite frankly, it can be done cheaper for the three counties than it could be if one was doing it by themselves. There's just some economies of scale to that. No question about it. It just makes perfect sense uh, in that regard. When you are uh, competing for projects with uh, other states and you lose, what's the objection you hear? Typically, a lot of it. It really depends on the project. Okay, you know we've lost projects because of logistics costs. Uh, We've lost projects. You know, a a host of reasons. Really. Okay. Uh, 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 It can be utility cost. It could be uh, logistics. It could be water bound is uh, easier on the Mississippi River uh, upstream or downstream than it is on the Ten Tom. Uh, We do always try to figure out why we lost. Sure. uh, Because you don't get better and. And if you can fix something, uh, uh, you fix. If you can't fix it, it's kind of like God grants you the serenity. Yeah. What kills you is is when it's something you could have fixed, you didn't fix, uh, uh, or it's bitten you more than once. Yeah. That's that's not excusable. Yeah, we got a break right here. You want to hang around? Sure. Got some more questions. Sure. I want to talk to you about uh, what we can do to even go to the next level and do better. Okay. I want to get your thoughts on that. We got Joe Max Higgins, CEO of Golden Triangle Development Link. We're on middays at Sally Kate Winters Family Services, West Point, Mississippi. Stay with us. Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt is excited that grass cutting season has finally arrived. Harley has a large selection of in-stock Skag Zero Turns, Walt Behinds, and stand-on mowers. And Skag mowers are known for being simply the best in the lawn equipment industry. Skag has the mowing machine to meet your needs with a variety of models to choose from for whatever size property you might have. Skag is offering 0% financing and no money down, so buying a new mower has never been easier. Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt. Find us on Facebook or give us a call, 601-499-0944. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and outdoor equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. 
Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Thinking about a new car? Think Canon Nissan of Jackson. This is Dave Logan, General Manager. Our sales team is here for you six days a week with new Nissans arriving daily. And we have an outstanding parts and service department ready to keep your vehicle in top shape and no appointment is needed. At Canon Nissan of Jackson, there's no market pricing. You pay the price on the sticker and there's always great Nissan incentives. See their inventory at CanonNissanOfJackson.com. And remember, when the smoke clears... Nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For Complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding. Call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto Rooter, that's the name. And a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto Rooter. All the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Okay, is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbons. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi. It is Child Abuse Prevention Month. We are at Sally Kate Winters Family Services. They're an organization that helps children impacted by child abuse, neglect, family violence, and homelessness. To donate or for more information, text Super Talk 22 to 41444. If you suspect child abuse or know a youth who is in crisis, call the Mississippi Child Abuse Hotline or contact Sally Kate Winter Services directly. Our guest is Joe Max Higgins, the CEO of uh, Golden Triangle Development Link. 
So um, you've been doing this a long time. It, it's a it, it's a, a game of ups and downs and euphoria and and dejection. I mean, it's just a sales business. That's what we do it for. We're Absolutely. we're energized by that and invigorated by it. It takes people that thrive on that. Uh, and you got to learn to deal with the disappointment, not get too down when it doesn't go your way, and and be looking for the next one after you win a big one because it's it's time to go back to work. You've had a lot of success up here, though, uh, Joe Bax, and in, in this area in particular, Golden Triangle. Uh, I think uh, to uh, your credit, to a great extent, uh, has really blossomed economically. Uh, what do you think's made the difference? You know, w- when I came down here. Uh, for, I came from Arkansas. Uh, the, everything was here. You had you had the waterway. You had railroads. You had big land. TVA's the power company. Yeah. They're 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 the real deal. Uh, you had Mississippi State University. All the puzzle pieces that you typically need. And and I couldn't figure out why the area wasn't winning. And it suddenly dawned on me that there was no expectation. Uh, a woman of our former elected official said, I know all that stuff's going to Mexico. Just act like you're trying. And I said, you know, that's not a good answer. It's just not a good answer. Golly. And and I said, we're working a project right now that makes railroad cars. And he said, what? And I brought him in my office, and I showed him the RFP, and I think it was 1,200 jobs that wouldn't play. He said, we can win something like that? And I said, yeah, I think we can. And all of a sudden, slowly but surely, Start, people started buying in. But in the early days when we did that first mega site, uh, I'd go to Rotary and the same 20% would be over there sleeping and drooling that always are, right? Yeah. They weren't engaged. They were just, <laughs> you know the drill. And yeah. it could be Qantas. It could be, it could yeah. be exchange. It's the same deal. They eat their lunch and they take their nap. And nobody was excited except just a very few. And it was kind of like we converted a couple, we converted a couple, we converted, and then we, and then we got that mega site certification. Yeah. And, and that wasn't the job. That was just part of the job. And once we got the megasite certification, then everything changed. Then the deal started coming in, started looking, and we did one megasite, we did two megasites, we did three. We've got our fourth one that we're marketing right now. And all of a sudden, the naysayers started believing. Uh, and I tell people we went from no expectation to a sense of entitlement. I mean, we just skipped skipped everything in between. When's the next big deal coming? Well, there's no guarantee the next right. big deal comes. Sure. But we're trying, you yeah. know. But you know, it's a great point. Uh, to to succeed big, you got to believe big. You got to think big. And I think all too often, and I'm not being critical or condemning here, but I think sometimes in, in this state, we're at the bottom of the heap in so many categories economically. Uh, we just kind of think, well, that's just the way it is. We got to stay here. That's not the case. No, Zig Ziglar said you had to see yourself there. You okay, know? you yeah. got to see yourself there. And uh, unfortunately, I don't think they did. Now I think they do. And that's that's a good thing. Well, that's that's the way it ought to be. Yeah. I mean, and and you know, the other thing is the prospects pick up on that as well. Do they not? When yeah. you're working with them, they yeah. see it. They pick up. Yeah, on we it. used to be dependent when I got here and when Link first got born and Allegra Brigham and you know all the Bartwise and and uh, 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 David Sanders and all of them that were yeah. involved in hiring me and working that. We used to depend on the state to bring us every single deal. Okay, right. then it kind of evolved to the state was bringing us deals and TVA was bringing us deals, and then it kind of evolved to deals were just calling us directly. 
And you kind of know you've arrived when consultants, big-time consultants, start calling you directly for RFPs. And you're still working with them, with, with MDA. You're still working with TVA, but they're contacting mm, you. That's good. Yeah. That tells you that you've kind of broken through. Yeah. Well, they, they, they see the quality. They, they uh, obviously know the, the level of response and the commitment and the serious nature of it. And it's, so it's a comfort level. It's a level of confidence. Yeah, and once you do one deal, Gerard, once you do one deal, then people say, well, they can do a deal because they've done a deal. And then you do another deal and another deal and another deal. You know, I I think I would like to hope that our team has gotten to the point where they're viewed as they can do a deal. Yeah, you're exactly right. We're not selling somebody that we might learn how to. So uh, let's talk about this concept of a mega site. Mm -hmm. Where did did that come from? And and, uh, obviously we got that here. We got it in Madison County. Uh, that's pretty critical, isn't it? Yeah, and so so that was coined. That was coined by a guy named Bill Adams. Okay, uh, he was he was at TVA. Used to be with MDA. Uh, he went to John Bradley, who was the who's the head economic developer, and Heidi Smith, who's the number two, and he said. Everybody's got a bean field on the edge of town. Everybody's got a cornfield. Everybody's got, and, and that's not where the next Nissan, Toyota, or or Mercedes Benz goes. Yeah, he said that's an unreal expectation. What we should do is we should have a competition. Now, that mega site was different than what Madison County did. We should have a competition in the Valley, okay. and we should let our communities compete for, in a real-world situation, what a deal looks like. So we went to Nashville. There were five or 600 people there. There were mayors, state senators, economic developers, utility people, and they hired McCallum Sweeney to write the specs. Okay. And it had to be 1,500 acres, uh, uh, over 1,000 had to be developable, had to have railroad, prefer for you to have two, prefer both of them to be class one, had to be an attainment area, had to be bump, 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 all these things. And at the end of the day, people were just throwing their hands up. At the end of the day, at the end of that competition, there were two sites certified in 80,000 square miles. One in Lowndes County, one in Lowndes County, and one in Kentucky. Within months of ours getting certified, the steel mill came. As soon as we broke ground on the steel mill, we entered another site, and it was certified, and and Pat Carr went there. about that, Toyota went on a mega site. Okay. Google went on a mega site. A bunch of Toyota went on a mega site. Polaris, Mazda went on a mega site. You get the picture. Yeah. So, so, so they, those guys were winning. TVA kind of shut it down. And when we started working in West Point, we said we want to do another mega site. And they said we don't have the program anymore. We found them all. And we said, bull. <laughs> so we went ahead and put this one together and followed all the rules. And within months after we put it together and did everything, Yokohama picked it. Then TVA came back to us and said, well, maybe we didn't. Maybe we didn't identify them all. And they asked us in Huntsville, Alabama, to submit this property and this property. Okay. That's where Toyota Mazda is in Huntsville right now. And this is the last megasite remaining, but it's the newest megasite, the one we're working on now. Yeah. And uh, they've been game changers for us. And, you know, you've heard your whole life, well, I don't really want somebody, I don't want a company that employs 500 people. I'd rather have 10 that employed 50 uh, apiece. Okay. Well, that's what people that can't get 500 job industries <laughs> say. Because if you'll go get a 500 job industry, you'll get 10 more than yeah, employ exactly 500 right. or, or 50 apiece. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a game changer for our region. And uh, I suspect it won't be long before this one's developed. And, and like Entergy's doing at your Madison site, TVA's yeah. doing here, they're putting tremendous amount of resources in there uh, as far as capacity. Um, it's not an – I mean, we had a company come in the other day, a hyper data center, that said, how much power can you sell before you break? 
That was the question. <laughs> and we're used to megawatts. This is a 10-megawatt plant. The steel mills are 360-megawatt. Yeah. They said, we're looking at using a gig. Gig, gig, yeah, gigawatts. A yeah, gig. Absolutely. So, and, it, and you're right. That is so critical. And uh, I think uh, with T, with respect to TVA and Entergy coming on board, I mean, those are major investments that <laughs> they make. And they're relying on somebody consuming that power and paying them back for that investment. I mean, it, it's it's just standard uh, business planning at the end of the day. But but, I think but, but, they, but those power companies that are making that kind of investment are flying with us in the faith column real hard. Oh, that's exactly right. Uh, exactly. And you want them to do that. You want them to be side-by-side as your partner. I mean, that's just pretty critical uh, to make these kinds of deals happen. What about other areas, regions of the state that don't have mega sites, if you will, uh, um, is there a way for them to get that done? What's kind of the the route to that? Don't don't want to necessarily help your competitors, but no. I know you understand no. that it's good for you when the whole state's succeeding. Greatest so. form of flattery in our business is somebody take your idea and steal it. Sure, okay? I mean it just is. Uh, Bart Wise was my chairman, third or fourth time year I was here, third or fourth chairman. He said, "Don't tell people what we're doing." I said, Bart, <laughs> if you think you're going to have one idea, yeah. hold it close. Okay, I'd rather I'd rather do the. You remember the. You remember the uh, Washington Redskins? Yeah. Uh, the Hogs? Yeah. And yeah, Rigo yeah, and, yeah. and Theismann? Yeah. yeah. With the noses? Yeah. yeah. Well, their signature play was a counter tray. Yeah. And they would run the counter tray, and they would go up to their opponents and say, he was third and two, third and three. We're going. They would tell them what play they're going to run and then cram it down their face. So I said, I'd rather tell everybody what we're doing and then come up with a new idea. Uh, mega sites are not for everybody. They're expensive to develop. Our last one cost a quarter of a million dollars yeah. just in upfront cost. Wow. So so they're expensive. But yeah. but, but, but regionalism uh, around the state should be something that needs to be talked about. Yeah, we got to keep talking about that. This, to me, is our future. And Joe Max, congratulations on all your success. Appreciate what you've done, sir. you got a lot to be proud of here, and I know you got a lot on the boards. We'll talk Thank to you soon. Thank you. Appreciate it. Joe Max Higgins, CEO, Golden Triangle Development Link, has been our guest. We'll take a break right here on Middays. Laura Yelberton, volunteer and staff member. Sally Kate Winters Family Services, West Point, Mississippi is where we are. We'll be right back. Family. What does family mean to you? At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, we value family. As a father-daughter team, Drs. Michael Carter and Catherine Carter Sledge are committed to helping you achieve your most beautiful smile. Go to cartersledgedental.com to meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Come be a part of our family. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Green, the new degree of comfort. 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Hey guys, this is Jacqueline with Honestly Beef. Why should you do business with me? Because Honestly Beef is a certified, genuine Mississippi member. That means it's the purest quality beef raised right here in South Mississippi, guaranteed. Hey mama, tell everybody about your website, honestlybeef.com. Simply visit honestlybeef.com and order gate-to-plate service. The purest quality Mississippi beef will be delivered right to your front door. That's honestlybeef.com. And remember, use the code word RADIO for free shipping. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and this is Super Talk Mississippi News. Both Mississippi State and Ole Miss are looking to pull themselves from the basement of the SEC West and into a chance for a regional appearance. The two rivals are set to play four games in a row this weekend and into next week. Here's what Bulldogs head coach Chris Lamone has told us going into the stretch. Well, it means more than a normal game. I always try to tell our guys that. Not not that they have to play harder, try harder, but it, you know, our fan base, our administration, our, their fan base, their administration, it just means more. And to walk around and act like it doesn't would be foolish. And so um, there's a lot of pride on the line, and both of us have, probably struggle a little bit this year to where both of us need to come out and play good baseball and you know we can come back and maybe this is a series and a weekend that if we play really well we can get going and and build some confidence for the rest of the season thursday friday and saturday's games will be in oxford as double decker is going on also the grove bowl will be this weekend then both teams will get a short break before meeting back up in pearl for the annual governor's cup are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006. 601-957-6006. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door.
Mississippi, the place you call home is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people, the Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can, each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3, on Good Things with Rebecca Turner, Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious, so let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays from 2 to 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone midday super talk mississippi sally kate winters family services we are in west point uh, mississippi appreciate joe max higgins ceo of the golden triangle development link coming on the program talking about economic development in the great state of uh, mississippi and he's had an unbelievable amount of success in this area landed some really big projects and and boosted the economy of the area and has a lot on the boards as well so all that's uh, very positive uh, very exciting talking about uh, elon musk <laughs> there is a an article uh, rhino in a publication called tech talk and the the title of the article, Elon Musk Wants a Free Speech Utopia, Technologists Clap Back. Uh, it, it really is incredible to see the take on this, that uh, somehow the, the notion of free speech in general is even in question. And the fact that uh, here's an individual, a figure, who wants to make adjustments to this very popular platform, what in many view is the town square, if you will, and turn that into a, uh, a platform that uh, allows free speech and encourages it. It's just mind-boggling to me that we're even having that argument in this country with so many on the left pushing back. Uh, on the notion of Musk taking over and doing just that and, and breaking down a lot of this ridiculous um, opinionated style moderation. Because that's really what it is. It's, it's, it's moderation to suppress views that counter with theirs and promote and allow views that are consistent with theirs. That's obviously not free speech. Now, I agree as well. It's a private company. They can do whatever they want. I do not want the government involved in this. Can you imagine what a disaster that would be if the government became the regulator, the arbiter, if you will, of what constitutes uh, acceptable speech, acceptable content, and what is not? I, I don't think that would have a very a very good ending. So it's just fascinating to watch, uh, uh, again, someone from the private sector step up to address this issue and, and really solve what I believe is a problem, which is that uh, these platforms have gotten 
um, so tainted, so tilted in one direction that they really don't um, serve uh, what could be an even better purpose, which is truly being a, a town square. But we'll see where all that goes. We're going to keep uh, tracking that. The uh, the market's uh, faring pretty well today. Uh, I think it's just a bounce uh, from the the downturns of the last uh, few days in the, in the markets, and I think we're just in for volatility for quite some time with inflation and Fed funds rate. That's the benchmark interest rate that the the Fed controls in play. Supply chain issues, the situation in Ukraine, which uh, continues to uh, to endure. That did not come to as rapid a close as certainly the Russians expected, and now it looks like they're putting all their efforts in plowing further to the east, which is uh, problematic at best. Uh, President Zelensky asking for more uh, military assistance in the form mainly of equipment and other assets needed to fend off the Russians. You probably saw one of their uh, their flagship vessel out uh, in the sea was sunk last week. I think that was totally unexpected. You saw that report, Rhino? I can't remember. Oh the yeah, name the Moskova. So, yeah, 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 exactly. Unbelievable. Yeah, Russia uh, tried to claim that uh, while they were towing it. Which, why are you towing a ship? While they were towing it back to port, it started tilting, listing, or whatever, and then sank. <laughs> well, well, what happened to it to make you need to tow it? And what happened to it to make it sink? Yeah, exactly. I think it got hit by uh, uh, an armament that uh, they weren't expected coming uh, from Ukraine, but... Just, it's incredible to watch that unfold in front of us. And You've then the seen the latest hashtag that's that's trending involving Ukraine, right? What's that? Hashtag buy me a jet. <laughs> There's a video that's gone kind of viral in the last 24 to 48 hours of what appears to be a Ukrainian pilot asking the the world's rich folks to just write a check for the 25 million it would cost for a jet and get it delivered to us we needed it. it would save thousands of lives each one of them how about that interesting hashtag hashtag buy, buy me, me a jet, jet. <laughs> that is awesome uh you know who was it one of was it millie one of our uh joint chiefs of staff not too long ago said you know this thing's going to be protracted that this is not going to come to a, a swift conclusion and that that seems to be that was on on uh, the mark here. I I mean, I, what's gonna what is gonna bring this thing to a close? I mean, you, you you can't see it, you can't envision it at this point, can you? I mean, what what happens? Because the Russians, I think, were met with a far fiercer resistance than they expected, and the Ukrainians are dug in. And they're not inclined to just give up their sovereign land. It reminds me somewhat of Vietnam. Same situation there. They're um, they're committed. Uh, they're seems like willing to fight to the end. They're not inclined to surrender. The Russians are are uh, poorly trained. They they're executing poorly. Uh, I think they thought this was just going to be a shoe in, and they were just going to roll over for them, and they'd. 
they'd take control and it'd be the end of story and Putin would have his prize, but that ain't the case. And this thing just has legs and may go on for a while, and you wonder how that might figure into uh, our political environment as well. Is is that um, kind of an albatross hanging around Joe Biden's neck? Speaking of which, you saw yesterday they had the Easter egg hunt at the White House, and apparently someone approached Joe Biden with a question about Afghanistan, and the Easter Bunny escorted the president away <laughs> to avoid answering the question. And it turns out the person in the bunny suit, I can't remember the exact title, but something about director of strategic messaging or some sort of deal like that. It's, and you can see it's hilarious on video, the Easter Bunny <laughs> with this big old puffed up paw um padded paw there just kind of shooing the the president uh trying to get him out of um i guess having to answer any kind of thorny question well at least we now know who it is that's threatening him if he answers questions or something we know we know who the man behind the curtain is it's the easter bunny it's the easter bunny what's his title it's something messaging director of i don't know um I didn't even know there was such a thing uh, of messaging. <laughs> we'll look that up, see if we can find out. But that was uh, I thought that was kind of hilarious that um, that actually happened during the Easter egg hunt. But it, it's kind of sad that, you know, he's avoiding these sorts of questions. So you, you certainly could argue that, you know, it's not really an appropriate time with the kids and everything around. I get that. But. On the other hand, you know, maybe if you were a little bit more forthcoming and more available and more uh, communicative with the press, they wouldn't have to wait for situations like this. Uh, But that's obviously exactly what's happening. Meantime, his poll numbers are just plummeting. And if you were to draw any conclusion as to what the midterms may look like based on the president's poll numbers, which is typically an indicator... They don't look real good. You got we talked about this earlier, Liz Warren saying we gotta pass the full full far left radical socialist agenda now if we're gonna have any chance in the midterms. I think she's completely miscalculating that. I also think that they are they're grossly underestimating the impact of all these these um, social justice efforts and and all this wokeness. I I Take a little look at the president's economic plan, which, of course, is not developed by the president, but by his staff. You know, the word inflation is not included in the document anywhere, but equity is just all over the place. That's what they think uh, they see the government's role as being, is to address this so-called equity issue, the heck with inflation. It's like they're oblivious to it. Number one economic problem we have. Really incredible. Really incredible. We're going to take a break right here on Middays. We're at Sally Kate Winters Family Services. Coming up next, Laura Yelberton, a volunteer and staff member here at Sally Kate Winters Family Services. We'll be right back.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions high near 72. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 51. Your Wednesday rolls in with mostly cloudy conditions high near 78. Wednesday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 60. And a look to Thursday, mostly sunny skies, high near 85. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. The Mississippi Braves are back for six games against the Chattanooga Lookouts April 19th through 24th at Trustmark Park. Homestand begins with a Tuesday 6.05 first pitch with Park in the Park and a hot dog happy hour. Wednesday is an 11.05 a.m. school day matinee with First Responders Day. Thursday at 6.35 is our first Truck Works Thirsty Thursday. Friday the first 1,000 fans get a championship seat cushion presented by Farm Bureau. Most game fireworks will line up the night sky following the 6.05 Saturday in courtesy of Word of Life Church. And the series concludes at 2.05 on Sunday for family fun day. Tickets visit MississippiBraves.com. One Mississippi, two Mississippi. (laughs) There are actually a lot of Mississippis. We're the birthplace of the blues and the king of rock and roll. We're not just the Delta. We're beaches and boardwalks, bright lights and brighter smiles. There's a Mississippi for everyone. Shouldn't a local bank offer just as much? The Citizens Bank gives you more accessibility to lenders, more products and more fit. Whatever your Mississippi, it takes one Mississippi to choose your local bank. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's your invitation to join us every Friday at 520 for Food Fridays presented by Polk's. In the South, warm weather means more time with family and friends. Whether you're headed to the ballpark, the beach, or just the backyard, be sure you're packing Polk's meat products. Grab a package of original garlic and green onion, or my favorite, the Cajun smoked sausage. When Polk's is on the menu, you're always a winner. Wherever you are, whoever you're with this spring and summer, remember, picky people pick Polk's. 
Dave here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. It's Sally Kate Winters Family Services, West Point, Mississippi. We are, of course, in the relocated temporarily Element Wealth Studios. Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. We've had some questions uh, from the audience about how to get more information about Sally Kate Winters. It is um, Child Abuse Prevention Month. But how to get more information, and in particular how to donate, text SUPERTALK22 to 41444. SUPERTALK22 to 41444. And joining us now on the Element Wealth set, we've got Laura Yelberton, volunteer and staff member, Sally Kate Winters Family Services. Laura, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Uh, so, uh, volunteer, you're a volunteer and a staff member, I have is that been, right? I have been both. Okay. You've been both. All right. Got you. I have. Uh, and how long have you been doing that? Well, I originally started as a staff member here in 2007. So I worked full-time here on multiple projects and okay. programs. And over the years, I have went part-time. I went home and stayed home with my kids. And there, in those four or five years, I volunteered here as part of um, you know, my connection with the agency and the programs and the services that are near and dear to my heart. Yeah. And just recently, last couple of years, I've come back again as a staff member. Okay. Hey, uh, anything in particular that kind of compelled you to, to get into this and, and be associated with the organization? This is um, difficult situations a lot. Right. The, the content is heavy, right? Um, but there's a lot of passion for uh, not just on my behalf of myself but all the staff members here yeah. to really um enrich the lives of these kids so um you know if we if we just improve one element for one child you know during during that time here it's worth it's worth it but mm. obviously i feel like there's a good a good reason to be here and we're doing more than just one kid and one element of their life we're mm. really enhancing their their overall childhood experience and i think that's really important yeah so uh, I got to believe that um, you probably formed some special relationships with the children as well. Yes, get attached to yes. Them. Over the years, you know, I've worked in the assisted with the shelter program. Um, I have helped with the runaway homeless youth and transitional living program, establishing those programs from the start. Um, and so in that, I've actually met with a number of kids um i actually have a mental health degree so i've done some some of that programming too assisted with some of those things and um and so currently i'm in the cac aspect so we look at a lot of those reports and those cases and ensure that the services are are being uh, served um and and really that the kids come first and so in all of our programs that's our mentality and so when you see that and how that benefits the kids it really makes worth coming coming to work worth it every day 
does it seem like uh, uh, you being the expert in this that it's it's so critically important to um, have the opportunity to work with these kids at that sort of critical juncture that it can maybe be the difference between them falling into trouble uh, right. or, or uh, pursuing a productive adult life. Right. So, you know, kids that we come in contact with, really, if they're in our program or our agency at all, are in some type of crisis. Yeah. Um, so, you know, knowing, realizing that and knowing that this, how we handle them and the programs that we serve and our agency and how we really address that really does make an impact. We've had, over the years that I've worked here, um, had people that have been in the shelter, kids, family, sibling sets that have been in the shelter have come back and, you know, asking for staff members by name. Wow. Um, we've had some Facebook posts even um, from people following up um, years later. And, I mean, we don't get to hear about those success stories often but so when we do it's really really um it just really touches your heart as a as a service member here at the agency and the different programs it's and so, be gratifying. oh yeah a hundred percent you know and and that's just the ones we know of right yeah. so we know that the, the experience and the trauma focused um services that we're providing are really are, are providing a positive impact for them and maybe they don't know it now maybe they don't know it next year but they will they will benefit from it in the future for sure making a difference and and i got to believe that when you when you uh, come across these success stories when you when you hear those and become a prize of those that's serves as motivation well 100 percent. you know like i said the content's hard the days here um aren't always full of 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 giggles and laughs right um sometimes they're hard you know the content's hard the kids are in a hard place um but it's important for us as staff members to continue to be positive and positive show that positive effect on them and how they can be successful gotta have a bit of a servant's heart yeah 100 percent yeah well, we appreciate uh, you guys having us up here today. It's been uh, our pleasure yeah. being associated with uh, Child Abuse Prevention Month at Sally Kate Winters Family Services. Laura, thanks for coming on. Thanks so much. Nice appreciate to meet you. it. All right, tomorrow we're going to be at Ace Bolt and Screw in Tupelo, Mississippi. We're headed that way now. We are out of time here on Middays. Rhino, we will certainly see you tomorrow. Until then, stay safe. God bless everyone. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.